Welcome, 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 everybody, to episode 70 of Rapid Reviews Radio. Uh, my name is Pete Beckett, as you know. I I am actually hosting today for once. This is very, very, very strange. So um, we've got a few people joining us today, and we will explain the reason why my uh, co-host, Kylie Wilde, say hello. Hello, hello. Uh, is not actually hosting today, so... Uh, got a couple of people joining us today, so uh, say hello as I say your name. First up, we've got Kieran, who's also known as McGinn. Hi, yeah, Pete. Thanks for having me. No worries, pal. Uh, we've also got J Mac. Hello, I'm J Mac at five seven. Awesome, <laughs> and also Charles Oakley. Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me on. So uh, we'll go through people. So uh, Kieran, oh McGinn, I'm going to call you McGinn from now on because uh, you're McGinnis, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, do you want to say a little bit about yourself, where you are, what you do, and all that? Yes, so uh, currently I'm a student at Strathclyde University in Glasgow. Um, I've been gaming whew, for many years now, and I hope that one day I will become good at them. <laughs> Trust me, I've been playing them for many, many years. About 25, I'm still not good. Get good. Yeah, get good. <laughs> all right so um currently reviewing at the moment with uh any any particular outlets oh not currently oh well i've got one in the works but i'm a bit difficult with that just now okay but yeah uh alluding to the fact that he does write for rapid reviews right uh (laughs) (laughs) what a plug are you yeah oh of course yeah so uh, J-Mac, uh, do you want to say a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I'm J-Mac at 7 I'm kind of a jack-of-all-trades in the gaming space. I've written for the lovely Mike Tinder 64 uh, before. Uh, friend of the show. Yeah. Friend of the show. All knowledgeable. Uh, but I've recently taken a step back as I've done speedrunning, and I've also developed a visual novel as of late. Ooh. Oh, very nice. Um I know a few people who are big fans of visual novels, so be interested to see how that one turns out. Yeah. I'm not a fan myself, so. I've done all the things, and I'm also a student. Uh, a student Yay. by day and full-time wee by night. Oh, I thought you were going to say Batman by night. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Batman. I'm a wee by eight. So <laughs> then I go into my cave and just crawl in there and stay oh, there all yeah. night. Oh, yes. Mm, yes. I yes, mean, otherwise. It's, this is definitely the second week in a row where we've had a, a, a weeb on, so. <laughs> Yeah, right, we're we're for the weeb invasion. We love our weeb. Yeah, this is just time. this is phase one of our invasion. That's the, the, <laughs> don't talk about it though. Okay, <laughs> uh, so Ch- Charles, you want to explain a little bit about yourself? Yeah, hi guys. I'm a law graduate, and I've been writing in games kind of for a few years now, on and off. Um, but recently, obviously, with the working from home situation, had a, a lot more free time. On my hands, so uh, joined the Rapid Reviews team and uh, loving it. Do you play Phoenix Wright? Do you play Ace Attorney as a law student or not? Oh. I'm curious. Oh, you have Good to question. play Phoenix. Please tell me you play Phoenix. Please tell me. I have it. No, no. <laughs> you probably died because it's a point. Do you yeah, watch Harvey Birdman at least? <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd be disappointed by how unrealistic it is, but. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's one it's of You you would literally be sitting there just going, "This doesn't make sense. They can't <laughs> introduce new evidence during a trial." 
I was going to say, objection. I have yeah. evidence that will turn the trial. <laughs> yeah, I, haven't, I haven't disclosed this before the trial. <laughs> it's fine. We've got secret character witnesses and all that. It's good. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, everyone think it was, um... <laughs> Go ahead, Charles. Everyone used to say, oh, is it like in suits? You know, the. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Can I tell me? It's not as dramatic as that. Oh, gosh. No, no they I... always gussy everything up for TV, didn't they, in terms of law? Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame. But I watch all NCIS episodes in Law and Order. What do you mean it's not like that? I love Law and Order. Far Are more you... boring. <laughs> okay, right. So Ask we're going to get. about I... me. I'm awesome. <laughs> We we know a lot about you, Kylie. But Nobody yes, nobody knows I, about me. No, I will give you your spotlight, Kylie. Do you want to explain to the audience who don't already know you after seventy episodes? I, I my name's Kylie, and I drink wine, and that's what I do. <laughs> All Good right, thing. sometimes we I didn't play already games. Know. Yes, and I have like four reviews that have not gone out because I drink wine. <laughs> Mostly because of that. Uh, but look for my mafia review. <laughs> it's like a year late. Anytime. I will be reporting all this to the Nintendo 64 offices, by the way. <laughs> oh, great. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, look, I probably have already explained to him enough of what goes on over here. Oh, my gosh. I, I am so late <laughs> on my, my review. I'm so late. <laughs> Uh, I know, I know. We've had other people uh, on in the past who have also written for Mike Tendo as well. So. Oh yeah, yeah. We've had quite a few actually. Mm. Yeah. Imagine Luck most... Man, all those people. Uh, we had uh, we had Jennifer on for a little bit, uh, who used to do some stuff with Mike Tendo, um, and a few others, but I cannot yeah, remember. Other. Yeah, I can't either. But yeah, no, we've we've got a lot of crossover there. It's really cool. Yes. But anyway. So we're going to move on very swiftly because we've done intros and all that. So we're specifically going to talk, and this is why Kylie is in the the, uh, the guest seat. I'm in the time. dog pound. Woohoo! Uh, because we are talking about the current uh, finalization of the deal between Bethesda and Microsoft. My two favorite companies. That's why she's in that seat. So, uh, did we all watch the... Uh, we all watch the um, presentation they had, quote unquote presentation. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch it. I just got yeah. the news from it. I just saw Game yeah. Pass news. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was that was five minutes in. That was all you needed. <laughs> yeah. All you needed. You just saw. Yeah, the yeah. I think okay. a lot of the talking points came within the first half hour. Yes. And yes. After after yeah. that, it was kind of just wholesome. It was kind of them showing off old studios, and you know, it was nice. It, yeah, it was quite refreshing. Yeah, I really, I, I quite liked it. I mean, it did get a little bit sort of boring towards the end of it, but uh, I mean, they had a lot of studios to obviously talk to and talk about, mm. so it sort of made sense. So, uh, because we've obviously mentioned it, uh, I will run through the twenty Bethesda games that are coming that have come to Game Pass as of a couple of days ago. So, we had Dishonored one and two, Doom one and two, Doom sixty four. Doom 3, don't know why they've added that on there, I'm afraid, sorry. Uh, Doom Eternal, <laughs> uh, Fallout New Vegas, I thought that was already on there, but that looks like it's console. Um, Fallout 4, <laughs> Fallout 76. <laughs> That's a game. Uh, uh, yeah, they've got Steel Dawn specifically, so uh, don't yeah. know what that even means. Um, NPC. Oh, is it that, that one that they charged people to add something that was... Yeah. very well known in Fallout games. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. Moving on. Uh, we've got Prey, Rage 2. Uh, and now we're getting to the big ones here. Uh, Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, ESO, which is Elder Scrolls Online, uh, Evil Within, Wolfenstein and New Order, Wolfenstein the Old Blood, and Wolfenstein Youngbloods, I believe mm-hmm. that is. So, 20 games that are impactful, iconic, and somewhat a bit, one of them a bit terrible. So, and that I already own. <laughs> uh, yeah, you physically own every single one of these games. Yeah, so that what's did nothing the, uh, for what's me. What's the terrible one? Uh, Fallout 76. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, because, because it's just because Youngblood was also on that list. So. Oh, yeah. No. I could have included that too, but I wasn't going to. Yeah, yeah Pete, I was just like, yeah. 10 bucks, 10 euros, or whatever you want, pounds, or I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a cheaper game, and it wasn't made by, um, oh, God, what was the name of the Oh, it was Arcane who made the old Wolf, the Wolf Machine games, wasn't it? It was Machine who did it this time. Yeah. So, I mean, Considering that it was their first Wolfenstein game, let's not take anything away from them, shall we? But yeah. they tried. I mean, I, don't, I never played it or seen anything, but I've heard they tried. Uh, I heard it wasn't great, but it's well. not a good. Like it had a good idea in poor execution and pun completely intended. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, okay. People forget it released anyways. Yeah, yeah, that's But how make a big deal like Fallout 76 was, you know, like, oh, play Fallout 76 is a big thing. And I was like, oh, nobody's out. Okay, bye-bye. Back to Fallout 76, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, this is probably partly why it became... It was released after... Uh, it was three days released after Fire Emblem Three Houses. So. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. it didn't have a chance. <laughs> I mean, oh, Fire, Fire Emblem Three Houses was one of the biggest games of that time. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> you mean Waifu Emblem uh, six, uh, Three Houses? <laughs> oh, boy. I'm not going to explain what what I said to Kylie beforehand oh about waifus. We'll move very, very swiftly. quickly. Pete's finally understanding waifus. Yes, I, because of Pyra and Mithra, I finally understand waifu. Oh, he's finding guys' first waifu on a subway. It's not my first waifu, but it's the first time I've ever truly understood what it meant. You'll stick there forever. What's a waifu? <laughs> nothing. No, nothing. No, just, just don't, don't worry about it. Why? Not appropriate. <laughs> Stay Why? away from it. <laughs> yeah, it'll ruin your life. <laughs> yeah, you'll become like me. Because I want a husband foo. So a husband. <laughs> there's a term. It's husbando. Oh yeah, I've heard I have okay. to be an expert. Sorry. Okay. Does Jojo <laughs> yeah. count? Yes, apparently so. The expert is in town. <laughs> I happen to have a very vast knowledge of such affairs. I love weeaboos. You guys, you're, you're my people. I may not be a weeaboo, but I love you guys. <laughs> We're degenerates, but yes, we can. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, we won't go into that. Anyway, so, yeah, back to Fallout. Let, let's get back to Bethesda yes. and Microsoft, because, yeah. well, yeah, what we, Pete, what we don't Pete, from... you're supposed to be in control and hosting this. Hmm. You never control anything. No, just, I don't. Just, <laughs> exactly. So, so, in terms of the exclusivity, um, what do you think specifically that this means for other Microsoft studios, including 343, The Initiative, uh, Rare, and stuff like that. Uh, And I'm going to go with uh, Kieran on this one first. Oh, well, thank you. Well, see, of course, Phil Spencer in the thing said, you know, we wouldn't be making this deal if we weren't going to make games exclusive. I think think it was something that was coming, really, if if you thought otherwise, you know. But, you know, the one thing I felt the round table they had the other day 
showed is they're putting a lot of their chips into Bethesda, and rightly so. You know, they're a vet, they're a studio with tons of pedigree. Um, but again, I did feel <laughs> they never really have that much with their current studios. So, in 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 that sense, you know, I think as much as Halo and Gears of War are probably still two biggest, they might be pushed aside to give more way for these Bethesda was coming in because I think I think we can expect Starfield to be exclusive. I'd hope it is anyway. Oh, I'm, I wanted to touch a bit onto some of the exclusive games a bit later, but I think we might have to go into it now because <laughs> you mentioned it. So, uh, Kylie. Yes. Do you think, and yes, I'm giving you the hard question first, do you think Starfield is Xbox exclusive? Yeah, I do. I absolutely do. I think it's a, I think it would be an, a very good marketing ploy on their part. Um, they're going to have to have exclusives, otherwise this deal doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think their safest bet is Starfield. So I think, because remember, a Microsoft exclusive isn't just an Xbox exclusive. It is also PC. And mobile, don't forget mobile. And mobile, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay. So. But I wanted to answer the other question, too. Yeah, you Okay, well, you go right on ahead. I think, <laughs> um, before you move on to the others, um, bearing in mind I am the uh, Bethesda fangirl, so feel free to absolutely destroy my points. Um, but I think that the merger will actually benefit uh, Bethesda more than Microsoft because Bethesda's Mm. Yeah, Bethesda's tech is so old. It they're still using the I forgot what the creation engine. The creation engine, there. yeah. yeah. Um, and there's no sign of it improving. I mean, they freaking used it on Skyrim and Fallout Four as well. Um, and seventy six. And seventy six, <laughs> which we don't talk about. <laughs> we have to, unfortunately. I know, I know. They can't get past. Yeah. You can play it for free. <laughs> We can play for free, so people are going to play it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, I think that... I mean, imagine it. I know it sounds weird, but imagine 343 sharing a little bit of their tech with uh, Bethesda and, you know, maybe getting some actual good Fallout for once. Okay, does, <laughs> okay, does that mean that Craig is going to be in the next Fallout game Aww. then? He better be. Oh, Craig. <laughs> He, he better be. Oh, I'm not buying it. That, yeah, screw, oh, gosh, screw Pip yeah. Boy. We don't need him as the mascot anymore. It's Craig all the way. And yeah, he's the mascot, not Pip Boy. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> and I think it's a good point you make about that because I'm sorry if I'm taking the lead. Oh, you carry no, on. Go ahead. Because I think that we've seen that Microsoft hasn't been like look at Perfect Dark distorting the rares. I've seen it too so much. I think we can see maybe some Bethesda titles uh, be outsourced. So, like who knows? Yeah. Like everybody's talking about Obsidian. Mm-hmm. Game. Maybe they want to move on, but maybe they can make a fall game. And I think it brings, and I agree, it, Bethe- it benefits Bethesda the most because now uh, there's no investors anymore. They responded to Microsoft, which means that when they make a game, they don't have to worry about rushing the game or mm-hmm. having the players do, you know, do QA with the players, aka releasing five days earlier, and the bugs <laughs> being spot. Uh, but they don't have to worry about that. They can take their time 
obviously Microsoft would be like, you know, you better not release the game every 10 years, or else we're gonna we're not gonna be happy. But they have less pressure. They can make the games they want now. They can have the tech they need and the funding they need, which means like Arcane Studio, you know, the games didn't sell the most, so they got funding and respond. But now Microsoft's like, oh, this Hunter works well, or this Hunter's love, maybe we can give them more funding uh, than Bethesda or than Max would have. So I think it brings a whole new game to Bethesda when they make games. And new tech, obviously, I agree. They're going to yeah. be able to have an, uh, an infrastructure that is, works way better. They'll have also marketing will be much better. They'll have additions yes. for them. Uh, Microsoft gets exclusives, obviously, but it, Bethesda will probably be a better quality uh, coming forward because Microsoft's not going to be like, oh, yeah, you, you can release the game with a thousand bugs. You know, Microsoft's not going to, you know, Microsoft's not going to allow that. So I think it brings a lot in that regards, too. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I wanted uh, to hear. Yeah. Um, I wanted Go to on. hear what Charles was going to say. <laughs> She's already done it. It's taken fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to happen, but yeah, I agree with you. I do want to hear what Charles has to say about this. I'm in my well, yeah, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely share that sentiment because uh, if you look uh, what they did with Halo Infinite, for example, that was the big flagship. Xbox Series X launch exclusive, but they pushed that back to give them more time, and uh, they also brought in other studios to help out with uh, the 343's development. Uh, go back a little bit further to Scalebound, they completely Ooh, yeah, gosh. cut that uh, because it wasn't up to their quality sort of assurances. So you see from Microsoft, it seems to me that a quality sort of software is very important to them mm-hmm. and obviously we know everyone yes. knows bethesda's sort of shortcomings in that <laughs> regard uh so it does seem like a very sort of symbiotic relationship that we could see between them two where microsoft might be able to lend that sort of support and bethesda sort of without the pressures of you know their own sort of shareholders because it's a lot more pressure when you're an independent studio right versus just yeah. having the first party support so i, I feel like yeah. it will be very beneficial to both parties I, I i would have to agree it's definitely like microsoft have obviously bought bethesda not just for the game developers but also the publishing side of things you know mm-hmm. so they're obviously going to leave them in their publishing state too but it just it's more revenue that's obviously being generated for them, which is great. Um, so my next question, and I'm going to specifically put this to J-Mac, are we finally going to see the end of the meme? Bugs of the features. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we will because... And something that Bethesda's gotten more and more flack for, as time has evolved, they're getting more flack. And we're in an age where there's so many buggy games... And if you don't, if you release a buggy game, you're gonna get plaque. Look at Cyberpunk. And, <laughs> I think, and there's so many games that are full of bugs and annoys a lot of players. And I think that Microsoft, when it comes to, I don't know how they've been Microsoft when it comes to bugs, but I think they're they've been fairly good. When you're a first party fellowship, look at Sony games, look at Nintendo games, look at first party. You do not want any bugs in them. You know, it's a, it's an indicative of quality. You're setting the standard for your console when it comes to quality. And I do think it'll resolve a lot of problems. Because it'll give them more time, it'll give them more resources to. Because Microsoft's probably going to be like, "Yeah, you are going to invest in Bethesda. We're going to hire a thousand QA people to make sure you get your yeah. games don't have any bugs." You know. Yeah. So I think it'll change a lot when it comes to that. Uh, I don't think it'll fix everything because Bethesda is still Bethesda, mm-hmm. and uh, Todd Howard needs his bugs. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he. That's how he, he needs his alive. bugs, Todd Howard. But yeah, we will. <laughs> 
there will be more iron out polishing, especially as you said with Halo Infinite. Uh, of course, you know, delaying, they're, they're not going to be scared to delay or anything. Right now, mm-hmm. I think their short term strategy is Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And I think that's working really well for them. And Absolutely. once Bethesda games will start coming out in 10 years, then Elder Scrolls 10 and Elder Scrolls 6, baby. Um, <laughs> Skyrim 2.0. Well, now we've done with Skyrim oh, next gosh. year. Skyrim Special Edition 2.0 with more. Yes. Out of it. But no, yeah, but yes. I think there'll be less bugs. Yeah, I think it, I think there'll be more polishing, more quality, uh, better. Uh, Bethesda has expertise when it comes to making games, but they need help on the technical side. And I also think that maybe a new engine will yes. also help because they'll have, uh, you know, obviously uh, old games are buggy because the engines are not modern, and Microsoft will be having. Uh, engines that are adapted to their own platforms as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to agree. So, so uh, uh, my next question is going to be for Kylie. Do you think then that Microsoft are obviously going to invest some money into Bethesda to obviously help with the, the creation engine, or do you think they're just going to stick with the creation engine completely as is for Starfield and then move it over for or try and get some? Uh, some change to the engine ready for Elder Scrolls 6 or whatever's next coming from Bethesda Game Studios? I think that um, I'm going to be very honest, and God, it pains me to say it, but there is no evidence that Bethesda's been working on a new engine, um, which is quite disappointing. So I definitely think in this first phase, they're not moving to a new engine. I definitely think whatever their second phase entails, let's say, you know, pairing up with Obsidian for a, you know, Outer Worlds sequel, or I, I can't even say what my heart desires, sequel, um, then I think they'll have a new engine. Um, they're probably building one right now. Um, and mm. if that's true, it won't be ready for four or five years. Absolutely okay. Well, well in, that, in that one... Uh, I'm going to ask moderately the same question to Kieran. Uh, do you think that they'll stick with the creation engine? And if they do not stick with the creation engine, do you think that they're going to specifically have an engine that's made by id Tech? Right, well, I think, I can agree, okay, I think Starfield has definitely been made on the creation engine, which mm-hmm. is a real shame, because yeah. I really, I've been really hoping that Bethesda's first foray into sci-fi would be really cool and great, but if it's just Skyrim and Fallout and space, I don't know, you know. Right. Um, and when it comes to, well, a moving engine, I mean, they have to. They really do have to move mm-hmm. engine. Um, I don't really see them borrowing any of Xbox's engines. Because I know that it was not 343 have built a specific engine for Halo Infinite. They have. They have. Yeah, yeah, so I don't think they use that. Um, no. I, I, th- I think id Tech is probably the way to go. Mm-hmm. If you look yeah. at Doom Eternal and, and you know even Doom 2016 to this day, phenomenal looking games and they yes. play well, mm-hmm. fantastic. And the fact and, that uh, Evil yeah. Within has also used the attack as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, again another visually stunning game. Yes. And yes. even during the show they did say, you know, one big thing they kept talking about was interaction between studios and mm-hmm. how that was important for them going forward. So hopefully they'll be doing that not so much in the small scale of going between students saying, oh, I like to look at that game. How do we implement that feature? But more of, listen, like, how, how about we use your tech to make this? And it's just, yeah, fine. 
I think that's mm-hmm. the way to go. Ed Tech yeah. is probably the best scenario here for them. Okay. Newman so, is pretty sci-fi. Sorry. Newman is pretty sci-fi, <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if Starfield used it. Same style of universe. Mm. But we've obviously seen from uh, Todd Howard himself that he's very much does not want to shift his engines for many, mm-hmm. many, many years, which is really unfortunate that's let a lot of their games down, which I feel things like Fallout 4 probably could have been a better game with a better engine. Yeah, But that's just neither here or there for my side because I'm not the biggest fan of Bethesda games anyway. Bite me! <laughs> we know this, Kylie. He's coming at me like they think this is new. Now what? Anyway. Now what, bro? <laughs> fight, 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 fight. Oh, wait, no, this is a long uh, podcast. <laughs> Sorry. So, hey, I fought in the octagon. Let's get Pete in the octagon. <laughs> get destroyed. <laughs> um, especially by you, Kylie. You oh, yeah. my head in. Um, yeah. in we're, we're not going to talk about that now. Tournament. Sorry? Tune in later for Smash Bros. Tournament. Between oh, yes! <laughs> oh, my gosh. What if you had UFC fighters dressed as Smash characters? I'd watch it. Ah! <laughs> I'd actually watch it. <laughs> Okay, we need to ask Charles, because I took over. Sorry, Charles. Uh, Yes. It's your turn. (laughs) Okay, yeah, so same question to you, Charles. Do you think that they're going to share engines? Do you think they're going to be, like, they're just going to use the the creation engine just for Starfield and then move on after that? Yeah, so just uh, because, obviously, uh, the two before I've already answered it, but I think the best thing they could probably do is to modify the tech engine uh, for, like, open-world games. And then adopt that one. I think just taking one of the Microsoft ones. I don't think Microsoft want to delay these Bethesda games even more, like the ones that we know about in the pipeline, even more than you know Bethesda games get delayed. <laughs> so yeah. I think the sort of time it will take to adopt a, an entirely strange and new engine, uh, I think that would just pushing us back too far. I think long term, uh, you know, a new in-house engine could be the way to go. I think short term, uh, just modify the tech engine because that is extremely well uh, optimized for consoles and whatnot already. So I think, okay. yeah, that's probably the best way that they can go with it. Okay. I, I would have to agree with you. It does raise a really interesting question there from what you said as well. So I'm going to go with Kieran on this one. Um, do you think then that one of these studios is literally just going to play support to the rest of the other studios within Microsoft's um, umbrella, or do you think that one particular studio is just going to build an engine just for all the studios? That's a tough question. Um, I, I like to ask them sometimes. Well, well, of course you have to. Um, but I think I don't think any studio should be playing that kind of pure support role. I do again, as I mentioned before. I think the idea of studio engagement with all studios is good um, and and having one engine for all of them that's it's maybe not the way to go I know cause, I mean think about it let's see EA EA with Frostbite the yeah. amount of problems Frostbite caused yeah and, oh, the, God, and, yeah. and the, yeah. the way they yeah. impose that in studios like, I'm pretty sure there's a few articles out there from oh, who was it maybe I think it was, it was built for first person shooters yeah, it was, it was originally yeah, built, yeah. built by Dice, I believe. Who yeah, built by Dice. And then Battlefield. FIFA started using it, did it not? And yes, yeah, it did a couple yeah. of years later. 
Yeah, and then, and then there's a couple of games that came out. And Anthem, did Andromeda use it? Anthem used it. Plants vs. Zombies used it. See, it was, look, look no further than those examples. You know, that, like, the engines can't... I mean, maybe now, in a couple of years anyway, engines may have the power to do whatever. But I think imposing one engine on a full array of studios is not the way to go. Yeah, I, I think I... I just want to quickly... If you guys have seen Jason Screer, uh, his article oh, yeah. on, yeah. on oh, the <laughs> uh, yeah, And it explains the problem of using uh, engine byte, like Frostbite, because Frostbite is very is very centered, yeah. centered towards the thing, and Bioware had a ton of struggles using it because it's mm-hmm. not made for exactly. uh, for uh, a, a third-person action shooter. So, uh, same question goes to, uh, to Charles and Kylie, I believe, uh, who haven't answered this question. So, Kylie, do you want to go first on this one? Remind me of what the question was. Do you feel that one studio is going to play support to all the studios, or do you feel oh. that one studio is just right. going to be a an engine developer? No, I do not believe that because uh, of the um, basically of the the same exact stuff that's been expressed already by everyone else, which is uh, you can't have an FPS. I mean, you can, but it won't work well. An FPS engine running a uh, you know um, a platformer or you know. Uh, whichever uh, engine. I think that what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to have a Halo engine, uh, and I'm using this for brevity, a Halo engine, a uh, Doom engine, and a Fallout engine. And Fallout would encompass Skyrim as well. Uh, and, and whatever, I forgot what Dishonored's running on. Because uh, it's a totally different thing. It's also id tech, I believe. I think it is id tech. I can't remember. I think they've pretty much integrated all the games across id tech now with Bethesda. Mm. I don't I don't think that's quite quite right, but I do think they have quite a lot. I mean id tech does license their engine out to like several different actual developers. Um not just Bethesda and, and uh id, uh, obviously. Um but I don't think that there's going to be a universal engine because they're not universal games. They're very different games True. Uh, with different uh, mechanics. Um, but if they could, you know, just upgrade Fallout engine creation. It's Criterion. Criterion <laughs> engine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if we could, if we could fix that, uh, I, I'd be very happy. <laughs> Is it is it possible to fix the creation engine considering how many times they've patched over the top of it? No, they Do they even they, know they, what the original no, creation engine is anymore? That's the thing. They need to rebuild a new one because, am I wrong? And guys, please correct me. I'm going to double check this, but isn't uh, Outer Worlds was Unreal, wasn't it? Yeah, I think, uh, I think it, it, was, yeah, it was. I think. Yeah. Unreal yeah. Uh, oh, engine. Yeah, it was. Okay, I thought it was. Um, Outer Worlds has the potential of being an amazing series now because Microsoft now owns every bit of it, every part of it. Yeah. Um, but in order to do that, they're going to have to have it a, a different engine. Unreal Engine, it wasn't made for what is being produced now. I'm not saying the Unreal Engine can't be used, you know, on other games. But it hasn't advanced. It hasn't. 
Um, so I just think that they've got to, I, I think that they need three distinct development areas. I'm not going to say studios, but dev- development engine developments um, that they need to, I just think it needs to be distinct. I just really feel that, that it should be, because they're they they each have their own mechanics behind it. I mean, Fallout now is a is a um, crafting game, you know, which is very different. Mm. Uh, Halo, we know, is a first person shooter. I love you, Halo. And, and then, <laughs> um, and then other things like uh, you know, Dishonored and 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 all of the other one, Wolfenstein or whatever. Those are your classic FPSs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that I, I just think they need to be distinct engines is what I think okay. Charles? Uh, yeah there's not much left to say other than uh, I think creation is the biggest problem that they face right now mm-hmm. because it's a very outdated engine that, Yes. And, and the last two console generations we've had pretty outdated hardware but yes. from, I, I'm, I'm not really into PC gaming, but I've spoke uh, well versed enough that I know that the consoles are near enough on par with like good gaming PCs right now. Yeah, so I feel like, yeah it's, it's just the engine needs to, uh, you know, they need a fresh one. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the problem with engines, it takes a, uh, quite a few years yeah, to actually develop them. So they, that's why I asked the question of do you think there's going to be one particular studio who's just going to work on an engine? <laughs> Yeah, well, I think with the Microsoft backing now, that's that's a possibility that they can afford to have one sort of studio sit back and work on yeah. that, whilst the other ones work on the games. Yeah, there's, there's problems once they're developing the engine, and the engine is meant to to be utilized by the developers, and so that studio would have to realize the needs and wants of, of different studios because when you're developing a game, uh, as it progresses, your engine you may need different options from your engine. Yes, sure, and the dangers and I'm sorry if I'm commenting. Uh, unknown fact: uh, It's a little known about Sonic Forces. Um, <laughs> I, developed, I don't know if you guys knew it, but its development cycle was out of like three quarters of it was developing the new engine. Yes. Yeah. And one quarter of it was gameplay. It yes. definitely shows. And it showed. <laughs> it and, it, and it showed. It does. Yeah. It does. So and yeah, that that engine was worse than the Sonic Mania one they used. Yeah, because Sonic Mania was made by fans who understood Sonic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was made by the guys who made the Sonic iOS ports, which are fantastic, which, by the oh. way, everyone should download for free. Yes, yeah, they're, they're brilliant. Absolutely. Uh, and they're also available on Android. Too. For free, and they're great if you want to play I'm going to second that, yes. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> See, that's, that, so it's, it depends on the skill level and where you want to invest your resources because engine developing can be good if it's done by an external studio or it's good if you're done by your own studio but it's a fine line for sure and i think that unity and uh i forgot the one that epic games make uh, unreal unreal are both fantastic engines oh yeah that yeah, can work well so they're really versatile aren't they the unreal engines are really versatile but they what don't about, work for every game what about not- unity <laughs> Yeah, no. Unity. <laughs> Unity. Uh, can I tell you the fact that I told Kylie that blew her mind about Unity? Oh, yes, please. Did you know that lo- the Lion King, to- the remake, was actually made using Unity? No. Oh, that's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Cannot believe that, but it's true. John Favreau made it in Unity. Why? Oh, wow. That's why it that- sucked. 
That's why. That's not a topic. <laughs> Sorry, I, I I had to put that in there. I, was I didn't know that. Uh, but you need okay, to so I'm going to move on to the next question, and I'm going to specifically pick on Charles for this one first. So, with the fact that they've obviously picked up a fair few studios, Microsoft in this acquisition, uh, the one that I specifically wanted to talk about was uh, Tango, who we know is headed up by a very industry legend themselves who is well known for being a bit out there with some of their creations. So, do you think that we're going to see the best or the worst of Shinji Mikami out of this? Well, it's, you know, Microsoft have never exactly had a foothold in Japanese game, and that's no secret right. to anyone. Right. Um, it's a good week for them if they sell a couple hundred of consoles. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. But but Phil Spencer, uh, I, I have read that he's more and more interested in kind of trying to expand into them, which obviously, you know, it's an uphill battle uh, at this yeah. point with Nintendo and PlayStation having such strong sort of footholds already. Uh, but then we do see stories like recently uh, Sony Japan are kind of winding down mm-hmm. uh, yeah. with Sony sort of focusing more on the Western market. Uh, it could provide an opportunity for... Uh, Microsoft and Tango to kind of expand into that market a bit more. Okay, so um, Kylie, mm-hmm. you, you on that one. Say the question again. Uh, do you think we're going to see the best or the worst of Shinji Mikami and Tango Studios? I don't think that it will have any bearing on uh, Shinji Mikami because he's going to do what he's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And weird things are going to come out from him because <laughs> that is how that goes. Um, <laughs> um, I I weirdly do like uh, the evil within, um, but it's not really. It, it's odd because it's not really a game for me. I've said this position before on other games. Um, it's more like a quick time event thing. Like it's just like a visual novel for me. Um, and I mean, give the guy money, and he's gonna go crazy. We're gonna get weirder stuff from him. <laughs> sort of where I was going with that one. Are we yeah. gonna see weird Makami, or are we gonna see safest oh, yeah. houses? Mikami? No, no, no. We're gonna see weird Makami, a hundred percent, absolutely. It's just gonna get weirder. It's gonna get weirder, and it's gonna get Japaneseier, and it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Japaneseier. Yes. <laughs> it's gonna get weird beer. We call that. Yeah, we'll go. Yeah, with the, we'll definitely go with that. I say because there's there's a and and uh, you know everyone can back me up on this. There's a storytelling like different cultures have different storytelling uh, patterns, and the what? Japanese pattern is very different from the Western pattern. Yeah. Um, of of storytelling, and I think that this is going to allow him to explore more of the Japanese style. Uh, yeah, which is is very. I mean, it. Yes, it seems weird to Westerners. It it, it takes you places. <laughs> it mm. takes you definitely places. Go watch Junji Ito, and watch how Japanese storytelling is because you sit there going, "What just happened?" <laughs> it was beautiful. It was stunning. What just happened? <laughs> And I think that's what we're going to see uh, more from Tango and uh, Sinji Mikami. 
Okay. So I'll pose the next question. I'll go to um, to Kieran on this one. Do you think this opens up the door for more acquisitions for uh, for the Japanese market? Hopefully it will. I know Phil Spencer was talking about how that they've really been trying to push into the Japanese market recently. I'm pretty sure still over there, Sony still king in terms of sales. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nintendo yeah. is in Japan. It's Nintendo right now. Yeah, because yeah. the, ha- the handheld market really yeah. dominates oh, yeah. over there. Yeah. The, the yeah. Japanese market is very handheld oriented because yeah. they work seven hours, uh, around seven hours a week, so their, their playtime is very limited. Yeah, and it's most of the time it's on commutes. My people! <laughs> on commutes and whatnot, on short bursts, so the Switch dominates Japan right now. Yeah, yeah, it's why we've seen Sony sort of pulling away from the Japanese market ever so slightly. Yeah. All right, Japan way, studio. You know, oh. It's that way. I don't think Xbox outputting more Japanese-made games will solve that. I don't right. think it will. But it'll be no. good to kind of. Um, I think. I think it's more an idea of helping spread that yes. different perspective and storytelling, as Kaylee was saying. You know, yeah. getting more titles out there that aren't necessarily westernized. You know, I think that'd be really good for it. Like, mm-hmm. If you think about even within, even within was strange but it did feel very western <laughs> yes me. i would agree yeah. with you there i would yeah. absolutely agree with you on that but then the the one the one recently announced that apparently work on ghostwire tokyo oh that, that was, was really very that was really strange <laughs> yeah. really strange when like the trailer came out for that and then they showed off the gameplay and it looked nothing like what at least i expected it like like first person isn't it it's first person mm-hmm. it, it, it just it, it, yeah it looks strange and and it's done on Unreal, just as it by the by. Man, that's Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have to do that joke once today. Uh, yes. <laughs> Bye. I have to do it Bye. once. I did it. I'm done. I'm going to leave this podcast now. Thank you. Okay, you're good. See you later. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so as, mu- as much as the Phil Spencer's and the Xbox are trying to get more Japanese studios, I don't know if it will help them much right. in the Japanese market, but I think it'll be really good for them to help these studios uh, and give them a creative outlet maybe even with games pass as well oh yeah 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 Absolutely. okay so i'm gonna ask the the whole panel this one but i'm gonna start with j mac on this one do you feel that with this acquisition that microsoft have picked up a lot of studios that are very similar to what they already have with uh rare and uh 343 where quite a lot of the games are predominantly shooters i i feel that they're more trying to get to the audience because xbox has a certain audience yes and while they're trying to reach out with the japanese and trust me they put a, sh- a ton a ton of uh, japanese games on game pass mm. you have near you have yakuza yakuza oh, they're on game yeah. pass and they're getting played thank you game pass for that one yeah thank you for wasting kind of hours with this guy who's trying to fight yakuza <laughs> but i think that they're try- i don't think I don't think it's a problem when it comes to diversity because, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot. I think they could use more platformers, more of those games because uh, it really helps sell their consoles to the children. But you can't compete with Nintendo. And you have to realize that Microsoft is in a position where they can't go out making platformers because they just can't out Nintendo what Nintendo does best, obviously. They can't make. Yeah, sure. But I think that they have a pretty solid diversity because they have. You know, they have solid action games. Now with Bethesda, they have their... I feel like they filled the hole that they really needed with Bethesda, which means it's a mix of third... Which is... Because Skyrim... Uh, I played it... When I played it, it was in third-person view. 
uh, the little bit I played it. Right. And I know Fallout can be played in third person, and I think it brings them the RPG element they needed that they started with Obsidian, and now it brings them what the audience plays because their audience, the Xbox audience, is really shooters and games like in games like Bethesda games or you have Ubisoft games. Mm-hmm. So I think it brings them a huge strength when it comes to that because they're they're really appealing to the audience uh, who buys Xbox. Sure. And they're trying, and now they're also expanding the audience with Game Pass, um, which is why it's very interesting to see them going to the Japanese because they're probably trying to. I think Microsoft is like saying, "Hey, Sony's abandoning you know the niche market. So maybe what if we took a little bit of that because uh, Sony's we don't it's not realized, but a big well uh, a significant portion of Sony's audience plays them for Japanese games because they have the Persona, and I think Xbox seen oh, yeah. that like." Hold on, we could probably, you know, we have our we have our main audience, but what if we try to get a part of that market? And so yeah, I think it's mainly Xbox trying to get who, you know, who buys their Xboxes and try to get new people, but I think it fits really well for them. Uh Bethesda was a very logical acquisition and a smart yes. one for them. Especially when you have enough money to shout out ten point five um tr- uh, what is it? It's a uh-huh. billion dollars. A crazy number that once it passes a thousand, I can't comprehend. So. But don't make money off of it. They'll make money off of it. Oh yeah, billion. It, we Star Wars has showed and Marvel has showed that it's easy to recoup that. Yes, and Microsoft is going to yeah. recoup that easily. Easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, first game sense. launch, they'll recoup it. They'll sure. recoup it. But wait till wait till Astro Six is exclusive. They'll be raking oh, all the money. Oh my gosh! Oh my And have Game Pass on PC, so they're they're taking a part of that money from the PC market too. Yep. Every Bethesda sound PC will go to them. Mm-hmm. They're just That's gonna be exactly exactly it. Yeah. They'll be swimming in money by by New oh, Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's same funny. question to Charles. So yeah, as someone who's owned an Xbox One uh, since it, since its launch, I feel sorry for you. Sorry. No. Woohoo! No, actually, launch lineup wise, I actually think it had the best launch lineup uh, out of the two. Okay, yeah. I just like the VCR console itself. Dead Rising 3. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, look, it's no secret that Microsoft really fell short in terms of their exclusive output uh, of games. And Mm -hmm. typically what you saw was Halo, Forza, Gears. You know, that's been their their bread and butter uh, as far as exclusive games go. Mm -hmm. But, But they've addressed the problem, you know, and there's no quick fix. This, you know, all this stuff, the studio acquisition, uh, acquisitions, the new studios. Uh, it takes years uh, for this stuff to come to fruition. Uh, and I think what what they're sort of aiming for now is to become the home of RPGs. Um, right. Yes. You've seen that they've always been interested in those. They had the marketing deal with The Witcher Three and Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, they obviously got Obsidian before Bethesda and um, Bethesda now. Uh, so I think RPGs is their real big focus because, uh, as you said, Nintendo have got like the platformers, the sort of very charming games. PlayStation have the big cinematic style games. And I feel like Xbox is trying to be the home of RPGs, and I feel like that's uh, their sort of strategy right now. So, sorry, I have to do hosting duties. So, do you think that uh, Halo Infinite will have some RPG elements to it? Well, the, the, there is the sort of Obviously, we've only seen that short gameplay yes. clip that was heavily criticised of. Yes. But uh, the was... talk around it is that it's going to a more open world. 
because even as that series, you know, the, what are we into like the seventh, eighth Halo game? Uh, that's the, something that's, yeah. that's not, not mainline, <laughs> but in terms of if you include the spin offs. If you include Halo Wars 2, it's the eighth, yes. Yeah. Um, so I feel like they've had to take like a fresh approach to that because obviously, you know, unless it's something like FIFA and you can't keep delivering the same thing every time you release a game. I don't know. I think uh, so, was it? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I feel like, Steve. yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, with the move, because it, it's rumored to be more open world, so I think it, it's it is, yeah. feasible that there's going to be some RPG elements in there, um, and we'll have to see how that goes because obviously it'll be a first for Halo. Yeah, that would definitely be a first. Sorry, Pete. You're yeah. uh, Cody, I actually would, I did want to ask you the same question. So crack on. I could not. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> Look, once you're in that position, I, I know it's hard to switch off. So it is. It, uh, it was a good question, as well, though. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not doing my job very well. Though. No, you're doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> I want a new house. I'm not, I'm not approving of this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Like... Next week we'll go back to normal. Yeah. Normal. <laughs> Quote unquote. Normal. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. everything's suddenly going to change and we're all going to be allowed out of our houses again. Oh my God. Oh, okay. Yeah. No more in quotation marks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, Kylie, what, did you, what do you feel about this? Start with the question again. God, why can't you ever remember questions? <laughs> I can't remember my name five minutes ago. So. Good point. Good point. One bottle of Chardonnay is down. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be doing that. So what do you think about... Wait, I forgot the question. <laughs> I'll be honest, I have to. I'm a terrible host. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, no, I'm not going to What do you, what do you feel about Halo Infinite? It was about Halo Infinite, I believe. What about RPG elements in Halo Infinite? I, I think you were just comparing it, like you said, uh, is it kind of more of the same, or are they sort of going in new directions? Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Right. Um, I yeah. actually believe, I'm going to second what Charles said uh, with a little few caveats, which is I definitely think that Microsoft's going to explore some new areas, because Microsoft has mainly been a uh, FPS uh, platform, um, or console, rather, because that's what I love is FPS, and that's why I'm a quote-unquote, uh, you know, Xbox fangirl, Microsoft fangirl. Um, but with the changing market, um, I think they're going to have to explore new territory. And, yeah, I, I have definitely read about the um, open-world aspects of Halo. Um, and I, there's part of me that's looking forward to it. Because my two absolute favorite series are Halo and Fallout. Um, and then Doom is number three. Um, I, oof, I don't know about, about Borderlands. Master Chief. I do like Borderlands. I do. Borderlands, Borderlands is enjoyable. Borderlands is, not, is a show that's an RPG at the same time. So It is. Now, that's a very good point. And I wonder if they're going to uh, put Halo in that direction. Because you can do a first-person shooter RPG. It's been done, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Borderlands, but it's been done in other uh, games world. as well. Yeah, Outer Worlds. Destiny. Um, Destiny's a, sh- Destiny's a, it's Destiny's a loot shooter, a loot. technically, yeah. but It's an RPG, but it's more of a... I'd say it's more of an online. So if yeah. you have an, if you have an online yeah. shooter in a yeah. Destiny, yeah. it's kind of like De- an Destiny's in that new category of the looter shooter. Yeah. 
Did they look yeah. at the new genre yeah. that's been buffed? And yeah, years? it's basically yes, like they kind of had that with Borderlands. It was kind cool. of the start of that, wasn't it? But I really wanted Destiny to do well because I loved uh, Bungie. Obviously, oh, yeah, done well. Destiny has been oh, yeah. insane. I, well, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean it's done now. well. I have not enjoyed it. It's really what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what matters. That's the, I love that's Bungie, the metric that Destiny matters. Go die in a hole for all I care. Quote by Kai. <laughs> and I think I think that's because of Destiny. Destiny is it's not like an Bungie game. They kind of reinvented it. They, they made an MMORPG yeah. that's a first-person shooter. Yeah. So it works like your typical. World of Warcraft or, or you know online uh, your Final Fantasy because you go raiding and do stuff but it's a shooter. Yes. It's like and that's why we had games like Warframe come out afterwards. It's yeah. a new genre. It's a new genre. It is. And that's why it doesn't appeal to people who knew the old bungee of Halo. Yeah. Which is mm. where my heart is. Very interesting topic. Wait, did you say Warframe <laughs> did it come out afterwards? I mean I would I would that's in my mind, it feels like Warframe came after, but maybe I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did it come out before? I thought Warframe. Uh, wasn't Destiny like the first oh, Destiny like 2011? 2014, yeah. 2014, I think. Destiny 1. Good... Destiny 1 was 2014, I believe. Or 2013. Yeah, 2014, yeah. I thought like Warframe has been about since about 2012, maybe. I think, I think Warframe has been. Oh, yeah, Warframe 2011. Yeah, my bad. Oh, 2011, wow. yeah, I think it's been about a little bit longer, yeah. Yeah. I did not realize that. I absolutely didn't realize that because um, obviously I was following Bungie at the time and uh, felt betrayed by them. So (laughs) (laughs) Bungie should be making Master Chief. What is wrong with them? (laughs) Um, Uh, Do you want to say for full disclosure, you hate you hate the game that shall not be mentioned? That is Halo Five. Oh, everyone! (laughs) If they know anything about me and nobody likes that. Halo 5 can die in a fire. I think Halo, Halo 4 was... Uh, I, I, mean, I, mean, I, I like thought it's, it's hybrid PvE, PvP mode was cool, I guess. Well, it was fun. I, was. I think... I think the multi... If we had to break it down to multiplayer and main and campaign, um, the multiplayer wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. But it wasn't terrible. But the campaign was awful it just it just yeah. it turned the lore on its head it did a bunch of and across and that i forgot the word where you get out of time and time travel issues yeah we call that the time issue yeah time issue let's say that i won't say the smart word because uh, i drank a bottle of shark i call that the the offering of time <laughs> issue oh, okay. yes, yeah that makes sense know. um <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, oh, God, I really hope, I know this is about Bethesda, not Microsoft, but I really hope Microsoft fixes itself yeah. with uh, Infinite. I, I, I hate to say that my hopes are pinned on it, but it is, as a long-time Halo, just more than fan, just super fan. Yeah. Uh, as a Halo really, Guardian. Yes! Oh, my gosh! That sucks on so many levels, but it's also <laughs> As a Halo Guardian. <laughs> Yes, um, I I really want them to do well, um, and I do wonder. I um, okay. Here's a silly thing. I know I'm not hosting. I, I will be quiet. But here's a funny thing: is like if you play fa- uh, Fable, uh, I believe it's Fable Three. I want to say it's either Fable Two or Fable Three. Um, you can actually find Master Chief's um, outfit in Fable. So I do wonder now. With the acquisition, are we going to see, uh, you know, Master Chief pieces in um, Outer Worlds? Uh, we'll or... play Fortnite then. 
<laughs> well, oh my god. We won't Sorry talk about one. that one because they did my girl Chun Li bad. <laughs> and Ryu, they screwed Ryu over as well. So no, no talking. What about the Sony fanboys? Took the worst with with Kratos. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. they had it. Wor- they had it worse. <laughs> they they did. I could have loved Fortnite. Just it became something. Different. It's it's funny because in its core, it's actually a fun game in its core. It yeah, I don't I mind Fortnite. Fortnite. That's kind of fun, but it's just they, 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 they gave Rio that really stupid grin, and I can't forgive him for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back to I'll be anyway. Back, back to topic, yeah. back to the hot topic, guys. Yeah, people yeah. should know that that Pete is a big time Street Fighter. That's his stand. That's his sim. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I spent thirty three pounds on a season for a game I barely play. Whatever you barely play. <laughs> whatever uh you do know that time when i told you yeah i'm playing street fighter that was uh-huh. two weeks ago haven't touched it since yeah most people haven't touched street fighter in five years so. <laughs> yeah, <neither did laughs> I. Never touch a street fighter game oh they're fantastic when they work well uh-huh. i'm gonna play smash as a fighting game and i barely play it okay fair <laughs> enough I, I, I like my cutesy platformers okay i like either my weave stuff or my cutesy platformers oh yeah i could agree with that I, mean, I, play, I definitely play smash more than i do street i want bloody guts and glory <laughs> Okay then. Well, so um, Bethesda, so Bethesda, tell me about fine. So exactly. My, all right, fine. So my next question is: oh, which uh, I was hoping Beth- to, I was hoping to get some input in the last question, but if we're oh, you carry. Okay, carry on, carry on, and then I'll ask the question. Yeah, I was just going to say, um, I agree with a lot of what everyone was saying about kind of how that will diversify Microsoft, but in the same sense, you know, I've not played PlayStation since PlayStation Two, so. Right. From, wow. me, from, from from yeah, I've been yeah. Xbox ever since. I mean, it was when I was seven. My dad just brought in this thing called an Xbox 360. I was like, "What is this?" And I, and I, and I, and I, and I never wavered after that. Um, I can understand that. I mean, the 360 was a great console. Well, it was yeah, amazing. Through the Xbox One. Yeah. It was it was the first time I was reunited with Master Chief after watching my dad play Halo Combat Evolved in the PC. Nice. Um, but anyway, so from me looking in. To Sony, I would say in terms of how I would kind of reduce it, a lot of PlayStation exclusives are single-player, story-driven kind of narrative sure. things. I think we can say, you know, God of War, yeah. Spider-Man, right. that's kind of their MO. Right, but I, w- I would say in that same sense, they're very monotone in their exclusives, and that a lot of them are just that. They are single-player. Not, not to say they're bad, they're brilliant, they're phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But go over to Xbox... I would say yes, Xbox to that kind of tradition of having shooters, whether that be, you know, Halo, Gears of War. Um, but in the same sense, you know, I think now, I suppose as well with Games Pass, you know, I've, I feel Xbox is more varied in terms of the things they're trying to push. I, I like what you guys are saying about the RPGs, and I think Bethesda might help that, but in the same sense, Bethesda is also kind of shootery. Um, yeah. But I really, I really do yeah. think Microsoft are trying to branch out and they're trying to do a bit of everything. You know, I, I feel Forza is always the weird one. I'm, I'm not into driving games personally. I've played Forza a couple of times, but it's not. I, I mean, it's got an audience, but it's, yeah, it's one of those weird ones. I think I have. I have to agree with you on Forza. It's a very weird series, yeah. but Forza Horizon oh. Four is an absolutely fantastic yeah. game, and it just—I uh, was just about it, to say, yeah, yeah. As someone yeah, who doesn't play racing games either, apart from kart races, Forza Horizon yeah. Four had me gripped. That game is fantastic. Yeah. 
So I'm really interested to see what Playground do with Fable, actually, after that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just about to in. Yeah, Playground, yeah. yeah. Playground are exceptionally talented as a yeah. studio. Yeah. So it's it's really exciting to see what they'll be able yeah. to achieve with Fable. And it function yeah. well. And on that Fable note as well, you know, think about that. We've got Fable coming back as well, and that's, yeah. you know, a third-person RPG. Then, and if they try to keep the same kind yeah. of gameplay style as well, that would be quite yeah. refreshing, I feel. I feel like, you know, you think they tried to bring back Crackdown, though, and that didn't go well. Crackdown 3 was off. I mean, <laughs> the only re- let's be honest, the only reason why the first Crackdown ever sold was because of that Halo 3 beta. Probably. Yeah. Who yeah, made I Crackdown? Who's the developer? Um, uh, what, three. Crackdown? Yeah, Crackdown 3, who was it? God, who was uh, it? I, I know, I know, oh. I know, yeah, there's multiple... Different ones for like one, uh, two. Sumo. sumo. Oh, yes, Sumo, that's right. Yes, Sumo. Sumo did it. And it's Unreal Engine. Um, yeah, I, but anyways. Oh, dear. It was written by Joseph Staten. I like Crackdown, but not Crackdown 3. It was boring. But... Yeah. Mm. And then on the Halo subject, since I was yes. talking about I think, I mean, I mean, the open world stuff worries me personally. And that's me right. as, a, as someone that's been a fan for a while. Right. I, I still play the Master Chief Collection on my PC. Oh, I, I love it. Oh, yeah. It's yes. Great. It's yeah. brilliant. Need to get some I, th- more I think, I think after Halo 5, <laughs> they really did need the extended break they've taken. Um, yes. 100%. Yeah. But I, th- I think in that same sense, right, going back to this Bethesda acquisition, I think with Bethesda games, Bethesda needs to keep doing what they do best, and that's provide great stories. Mm-hmm. And some pretty immersive gameplay, yeah. but with the traditional titles and exclusives like Halo, I think Halo needs to go back to its roots because that's where it did that, it. that's where it did best. I 100% agree with that, and have actually stated very nearly the same thing, which is we've gone so far from the original Halo, mm-hmm. especially with Halo Five, mm-hmm. which I well- wanted. Yeah. saying that, but <laughs> so I think if we go back to that, mm-hmm. that's all Halo needs to be. Gears yes. of War, I think, doing fine. I sometimes pop on Gears of War every now and then, just try it because it's, it's still Gears of War. It's still the same Gears yeah. of War. And it's fun. If yeah. you like that thing, yeah. Mm. Um, and Halo needs to be the same. If you if you basically make an updated Master Chief Collection, obviously with some maybe new gameplay mechanics, we are you know are in the future. We can't have everything the same as it was. But yeah, that's all it needs to be. And another thing, because we're talking about Destiny. I, I I strongly believe, right, I've got a theory that, that at one point Microsoft tried to get uh, Bungie back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I course, think yeah. they did. The, yeah, fact I, that, the, the fact that Beyond I Light came out so. in Games Pass and you're like, that's, mm-hmm. that's quite weird. Mm. You know, the new they expansion. Tried to, they tried to downplay some rumours that that happened, but I'm sorry, the, there is too much for me as a business person, there's too much evidence there that Microsoft did try to buy back yeah. uh, they, they've they, they've seen they, they've seen them break up with Activision. Yeah. They've slid exactly. the DMs and been rejected, and then they've just they, you know you know they've plugged. They said, "Listen, right, okay, if we can't have this full thing just now, how about how about how about like half the time?" And that's Games Pass. Yeah, and that's why we've now got Destiny on that with all the expansions. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Maybe in future as well they might reacquire yeah. Bungie. Oh my gosh! And how great nice. would that be for Bungie to work with C four three? For Microsoft to own Bungie and Bethesda, I will just die. Oh. That's my sign to just die. It's doing really well still. Yeah. And I think we had another yeah. great acquisition for them. Yeah. If they were able to get them back. I think the game 
Yeah, I think the Game Pass, you know, were I was surprised too. And I was like, Destiny is new expansion on Game Pass day one. Wow. And yeah. the first part, I think Bungie and Microsoft are in great terms ever since they broke up from uh, Activision, yeah. which has been great because the studio, I think, the studio is way better than Activision or Blizzard. Uh, not, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 not a good spot. So I think uh, I think they're close, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's an acquisition or either Just way, a strong partnership. Yeah. They really need to be by Microsoft because right now, that's newest expansion they went on Game Pass, so they're like they're like kind of doing that. So they were acquired by Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it's way good for them. Good for Bungie. Deserve yeah. talented yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like Not my dislike of of Destiny has no reflection on actually Bungie, who is oh, just yeah. oh frick, it's just so talented. Yeah. It's not, no, it's not my yeah, exactly. Because exactly. Destiny Two is a great game for those who love it. You know, they're yeah, exactly. amazing for those who love it. It's just now style, you know. It's yeah. But they're quality games. Like we cannot deny that it's a quality game. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly, one hundred percent. I just need well Master Chief and Cortana. They're just, I need them. <laughs> okay. I need them in my life. I mean, Kylie, can you bear it when we both see Cortana pass away in this next one? She's, cause she's, uh, oh, keep, she's evil now. No, she's I evil won't now. hear the end of that for months. I, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm saving You've got it. to prepare yourself oh, now. I, it's happening. I know. <laughs> Do AI really thing. die, though? It, it That's ha- true. It, it it has to happen like if you if you've read the novels because i'm a nerd <laughs> and if you've read all the the graphic novels and the novels it's gonna happen but they need to handle it the right way and five was not the right way five yeah. was wrong that was wrong and it went oh, against that's... the lore <laughs> yeah tell me how maybe uh <laughs> do what say that again sorry sorry i'll let you we're speaking speak <laughs> I think they tell me how an AI dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do an AI, How does an AI die? Like, See, t- how does that work? <laughs> it doesn't die. It just fades away. And don't forget, she is an absolute reconstruction of uh, Doctor. Um, what's her face? Halsey. Thank you, Doctor Halsey. So I mean, it's not like she can't be recreated in two seconds because there's actually several versions yeah. of Cortana. And <laughs> They're all based on Dr. Halsey. So he could just get a new Cortana that loves him and he loves her and they work together as a team. <laughs> so, yeah, back to Bethesda, guys. Oh, yeah, Bethesda. That's say, what we were talking about. I'm doing the hosting today. Sorry. Yeah, it seems like we've today. had multiple hosts today and it all everyone's done the job. So, well done, everyone. You can come back next week. Come back um, to if I send podcast next week. <laughs> But anyway, I did want to move on, obviously. We did. We were talking about the Bethesda acquisition by Microsoft, but yeah. I do want to talk about what this what can mean for the future of acquisitions for Microsoft themselves. So I'm going to ask specifically on this one. I'm going to go with Kieran first. Yeah. Who do you think is the most likely one to be picked up next by Microsoft? By Microsoft? And obviously, we've, we've just mentioned Bungie being one of them. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, when you mention that question, before you finish the question, I was just going to say, I don't think they need any more. I think they've got enough already. But um, <laughs> Yeah, they've made the intention well known that they do have more acquisitions up, oh, you know, yeah. that they do want to do. So it's not, it's not as if acquiring Bethesda is just Bethesda. They've got everything under Bethesda as well now. So that's like on top of what they already have and been acquiring over the recent years. Yeah. I do think Bungie would be a good one. As much as I love the fact that Bungie have kind of gone out on their own and 
Destiny, you know, they're pouring everything into it now. And I think I think Bungie's got some projects in the work as well. Yeah. I still think one of them is going to be a Destiny spin-off of some variety. The way they've been speaking about future expansions and stuff. But yeah. Bungie would be a good one. I think it, it, it'd be nice to be homecom- we homecoming for the for the company. Nice little homecoming okay. to bring them back. Um, other than that, unless unless a lot of studios start to struggle, I don't know who Microsoft could get because you know Activision are having troubles with Blizzard and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, EA have just picked up a new load of um, publishers, oh, a bunch of developers as well, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, Epic obviously just bought the guys who made Fall, uh, Fall Guys. Uh, yeah, that was, really cool. yeah. that was a really good acquisition from them. Yeah, so. But yeah, outside of that, I don't know. I think Bungie would be a good one, but I, I don't think they have much in the works considering they've just got one of the biggest game studios of all time on their side. So. Agreed. So, um, J Mac, what, what do you reckon? Um, I want be, you know, there's been some rumors around Sega or Outlast. And I yes. think. And I think, and I, I don't think Capcom, Capcom is doing so well right now. I don't think Capcom has any intention to do anything because Capcom is doing really, really well. They're just really good. I think Capcom will stay independent. I don't think Sony will buy them. Square Enix, I don't think, I don't believe it for Sony because Square Enix, Japanese companies are not really likely to get acquired. They're not the type, in retrospect, they're not really the companies that acquire or like to be acquired. So I don't think Square Enix will be acquired. I don't think Capcom will. But Sega, though, is, is a different. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's a long shot uh, because Sega has been doing really well. But I wouldn't be surprised if either there's an acquisition or a strong partnership like Bungie right now, yeah. uh, because Sega has a huge back, has a huge portfolio of, of franchises that they could revive, uh, kind of like Rare does. And I would think, and they've done a good job. Sakura Wars, whether it's about Korea Chronicles or they have a huge backlog and they're just slowly reviving them. But I think that Sega and Atlas, because they're both. Uh, mm-hmm. They're both together. I think they can use a huge boost from Microsoft. I think they could really, if Microsoft were to, were to acquire uh, them, it'd be a huge win for them. I don't think it'd benefit Microsoft as much, except from them for the whole Japanese thing. But they'd probably benefit the most from any acquisition uh, because of funding, and they'd be able to fully use their backlog. And like Microsoft, Sega and Microsoft would be just insane, right? You know, we would finally have a good Sonic game. Um, I mean, yeah. Sonic Man. Sonic Man is fantastic, by the way. So please play Sonic Man, everyone. Just yeah. <laughs> um, the usual plug. Uh, but I think Sega and Atlas would benefit the most. But what what would be impossible is Atlas's partnership with Sony. Uh, even though it's mm. been numerous times that it's on Atlas, so I don't think now I actually think about it, I don't think it'd be likely because of Atlas would pause would cause a lot of problems for them. So yeah. Because so it's, I don't some, think, it's some yeah. very weird situation that happens with Atlas and Sega, isn't it? It's like Atlas it's, runs quite independently of Sega, but they obviously have like a contractual agreement with that's unwritten with or unknown of with Sony because obviously the Persona series only ever makes it on in yeah. their you know the full series, the numbered series only ever makes it onto Sony platforms. For sure, and don't be surprised if we see Microsoft maybe not make some big name because they had their big name with Bethesda. But I wouldn't be surprised if they start acquiring smaller studios, like, you know, like the Mid Death Honic, Mid Fall Guys. If they start doing some small, some series like that, and slowly, you know, we're, we're not noticing because it's not a huge name, but they can slowly start building small studios here and there that can help with development or make their own games. 
and they can make those games exclusive because of the problem with Destiny. If they were quite to car Bungie, Destiny cannot be exclusive to Xbox. That's they cannot because Destiny is uh, MMO. It's online, so you want it as many platforms as you can. You want it on yeah. PC, you want it on PlayStation, you want it on any console you want. So they could have limited time content like Activision did with PlayStation, uh, mm-hmm. you know, expansion first. But I don't think Microsoft is in that update because it's kind of scummy, kind of bad. Sure. So in my mind, Microsoft next acquisitions will be smart to build uh, more to which double A, smaller, small triple A, double A, uh, and indie studios. I wouldn't be surprised, but for now, I think it'll be calm because they need to get games out. Xbox mm-hmm. needs to get games out before they can buy. Yeah. To me, anyways. Okay, so same question to Kylie. Well, I have a question. No, I remember the question mostly. <laughs> um, did you know that Square Enix is partially owned by Bono from U2? And well, as I don't you like know, them as I, I did not. Yes, and as oh, you know, that's why Final Fantasy is all about eco. Final Fantasy VII remake. But Bono, uh, or U2 rather, has an exclusive contract with Apple, so it's hard for me to fathom that something like Square Enix would go to Microsoft for various reasons, but that being one of them. Um, I think if Microsoft acquires anything else, um, I think it will be something like Rare or Sega. They um, really own Rare. Do they really? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Look, they bought them in 2002, I think it was. I drank a lot of wine. <laughs> yeah. That's why, Look, that's why we had Killer Instinct come back. Perfect Dark oh is coming yes. back. Oh, my gosh. I'm an idiot. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love Perfect Dark. Um... When is that to release? Because it needs to release uh, now. Um, uh, 2023, probably. They need to hurry up and release it. Um, but anyway, um, I think it will be more of your type of, like, Sega, you know, your smaller, like, uh, not smaller. I don't mean smaller as in... Um, double AA. Yeah, double A studios. Yes, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Um, something with an extensive library. That's what they're looking for. Um, because their moneymaker is Game Pass. We know this. There's That's just no denying that. So anything that has an extensive library, they're going to they're gonna scoop it up, buy it. Um, but outside of that, outside of buying up studios to, uh, you know, fill Game Pass, I don't, I don't think they would have their eye on anything else. Because they've got a lot of major players already. Um, sure. If we're honest, they can make anything they want right now. They can make anything, uh, any genre, any. They can hire any mm. actor, mocap people, all of it. They can. They can build the ultimate game. Um, I'm actually going to say that there's one type of game that they are not very well versed in, and they haven't specifically got a developer that knows what they're doing with it. So, but I'll come back to that in a minute. Oh man, I was like ready for that. <laughs> just that one. Fighting games. Right. Because they, they contracted Double Helix to make Killer Instinct and then Iron right. Galaxy, but they don't have a dedicated fighting game uh, developer yeah. in house. Watch them bring back Clay Fighters. Um. <laughs> they should acquire Dot Emu. 
yeah, I mean, they're a publisher more than anything, obviously. Yeah. So if you're going to go down that route, if you wanted to talk about the people who made Streets of Rage 4, they definitely yeah. should get God Crush games for sure. I- I, I I think if they want to move into a fighting direction, I think that that studio acquisition would make perfect sense. 100%. Uh, yeah. Um, but, God, you know what? I've said that. Yeah, I could see them taking an interest in fighting games because think about it. I know with COVID going on, things are a little bit weird. But before that, um, the... Uh, you know, like like the Overwatch uh, League and all yep. of the the uh, Evo and all of that stuff. Those are huge money makers. Huge. Yeah. It's surprising as well how little Microsoft actually had to do yeah. with Killer Instinct World Cup as well. Exactly. So I could see that as an unexplored avenue that they need to go down, honestly, because there's just too much money. I mean, if you watch the Overwatch leagues or the old ones, not, I mean. Things have gotten weird now, but before the weirdness, um, <laughs> before times, uh, there's so much money pumped into the Overwatch League finals. Mm. Um, I-, I just don't see Microsoft passing up an opportunity to make money. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So who hasn't answered this question? I think Charles, you haven't? It's you? just me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I do actually have two studios in mind that Ooh. seem like they'd be great picks. Uh, for Microsoft. So first of all, I think don't nod. Uh, the guys behind Life oh, is Strange yep. could be yeah. a good pickup for them. Good choice, oh my gosh! Yeah. I'd say the only problem they have to pry them away from Square Enix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's I think that's like a partnership. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, a publishing partnership. Uh, yeah. But their latest game, Tell Me Why, was actually published mm-hmm. by Xbox Game Studios. Yes, it was. Yeah, um, it was and released on Game Pass. That's yeah, and I feel point. like I feel like when you frame it with Game Pass in mind, they really seem like the perfect sort of studio. Yep. Uh, to bring in house. You know, uh, what do y'all think? Sorry, Pete. No, carry on. <laughs> what do y'all think about <laughs> Telltale? Do you think Telltale's gone and done, or do you think Microsoft's going to try and? revive that because speaking of tell me why and all i mean that's that's that storytelling type of uh you know yeah that, that, yeah that type of weird storytelling genre like yeah. I, I thought it was a real shame when telltale went under yeah I, I thought it was a, real shame a lot of people cause... really liked that uh-huh. yeah yeah like, i remember engine was just awful though it couldn't yeah. like, hold up with their latest yeah. releases mm. they, they yeah. didn't update it yeah, yeah, but I, I, wonder, I wonder if Microsoft will swoop in. I don't know who owns Telltale at this point. I mean, I realize it's defunct, but somebody owns the no, they're, IP. They're releasing yeah. games again, back, so... They're coming yeah. back, Telltale. Yeah, they are. Yeah, because that's why Tales from Borderlands got re-released. Uh, yeah, they're coming back, from what I've heard. Uh, they're not done. I don't know if they'll make as many games or what, but they're just coming right. back. I do wonder if, if Microsoft will swoop into that. I can almost see that being a perfect fit. Seems uh, too niche to me. Really? Okay. Okay. I've I think I I for me, the those games they haven't sold the best, honestly. They're, I'm and not. That's a why. Fan they, that's why but they if they're on this. Game Pass, if they're on Game Pass, they don't have right. to be the best sort of sellers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. just be sort of interesting content yeah. to get people into that. Yeah, that, that's that's yeah, that's another thing they talked about the other day during the round table that 
Game Pass, I think it was actually Total that said it's a Games Pass allows creators to put out something that might yeah. not get an audience and then it'll find it. Like right. Branded, for example. Yeah. Right. The Telltale games have been around for so long, you think they probably would have found a bigger audience because they've been around for like Good 20 point, years yeah. by now. Forever. I just, my problem with Telltale is that they're limited in what they can do in their scope because they only make one single type of game using yes. various universes. And I don't know if Microsoft wants that because they want games to get put on Game Pass with various, various IPs. While Telltale was just one, sure. no, just one type of game, one type of genre. Yeah. And Telltale, that, you know, that, already yeah. you, sorry, uh, Telltale already went bankrupt once, and you think it's, it's kind of a gamble. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry. Well, I was just gonna say uh, the thing that separates Telltale from Don't Nod, even though they do, with like Life is Strange, have the similar episodic mm-hmm. storytelling games mm-hmm. don't not actually have tried more ambitious projects um on xbox 360 and i think ps3 they had remember me which kind of oh, right. oh the one that they produced with capcom yeah 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 it's not very well remembered about that. Uh, yeah ironic well remembered yeah and uh, obviously vampire the uh, oh yes oh, yeah. that oh, that one with the uh, really bad name yeah <laughs> i love vampire i forgot about it and I feel like both games, like uh, they had, they, they were good in their own right. But I feel like with more yeah. investment uh, and sort of the, the the resources that Microsoft can provide, I feel like Don't Nod could become one of those studios where they go from they make the jump from AA to AAA, um, right? With I the right backing. I do think that's a really good choice actually for a niche studio, really, because they do make a very particular type of game that isn't really well known to be a Microsoft thing, is it? It's just, it's on everything, mm. you know? And if they could obviously corner that side of the market with that kind of storytelling, then great. I think it would only work well for them. Yep. I have to agree with yep. you there. Yeah. I do think that they'll they'll pick up some niche studios because Microsoft's all about making money. That's their bottom line. And the way to make money is to open it up to fandom. Well, the more acquisitions they make, the more fandoms they reach. Um, and I, I just really see that that's, that's probably their motivation for the next year or two, I think. I agree. Yeah, just look at, obviously, the um, uh, Double Fine. You know, they're quite oh, a gosh, niche yeah. studio, but they're they a huge mm-hmm. fan base. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. That sort of makes sense, really. Uh, so I'm trying to think if there was anything else that we needed to talk about. Um, how great and wonderful Fallout is. I can talk about that. Um, how <laughs> and how much I want. I'm not gonna lie. How much I want New Vegas too. Please. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You it- God. You mentioned it. That's so fine. We're gonna move on to this very last question then. <laughs> how many studios do you think of Bethesda are now gonna work with other Microsoft studios, i.e. Um, you know, like you just mentioned, Obsidian working again with Bethesda, or um, I'm trying to think, obviously the initiative working with id Tech for Perfect Dark. Okay, that is good. stuff like that. So uh, I'm going to go to Kylie on this one because she's very outspoken about this <laughs> clearly. So, what is your dream partnership of two studios pairing up to make a game? I mean, Obsidian development. Uh, and and Bethesda Publishing, you can't beat it. Oh my gosh! And now Microsoft owns Outer Worlds. 
can 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 we please i mean okay yes new vegas i love you new vegas and if you come out with the new vegas too i don't know how that would work but sure hey let's do it but if they wanted to go to a whole new ip uh, route go for outer worlds oh my freaking gosh and put it in a new engine and just oh I just, I want it so bad. Obsidian makes such good character arcs. I love them so much. I want companion quests. <laughs> and that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> Fangirling aside, um, J-Mac, what do you reckon? Who do you think is the most likely two studios that are going to be paired, to, maybe paired together to make a game? Me? I don't think Obsidian, not right now, because Obsidian oh. is focused on their new IP. They are. And, which is uh, Avowed, isn't it? Well, I forgot what it's called. It's a fantasy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Avowed, I think really it is. Cool. Yeah, it, it, it looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it does look I nice. I think I'm sitting right now. The studio themselves, maybe not their IP, can be used. Maybe you know, who knows? But I think they're focused right now on that new IP, and I think they're finally making the game that they always want to make. You know, uh, yeah, sure. they seem to really, really find what they wanted to do. But maybe in the future, not putting out a question. For me, the collaboration, um, honestly, I could see some of Bethesda's IPs uh, being helped or developed by Microsoft. Maybe now, I mean, I'm trying to think here. Uh, I don't think, uh, now I think about me, I think it's going to be mainly what does, I think the question you're asking is what does Microsoft bring Bethesda when it comes to sharing stuff, you know, mm -hmm. what are they going to yeah. share? Uh, I, I think it's going to be mainly structure. Uh, mm -hmm. whatever okay. it's going to be help with engines like we talked about before right. online infrastructure because I can't see right now any Bethesda IP that would be outsourced by Microsoft or Bethesda making any Microsoft IPs uh, because right now Bethesda I think they've just integrated Microsoft so they're still functioning the way they used to sure and, and it, looked, it took 10 years <laughs> it took 20 years before we finally got a rare IP being used yeah. by another studio and I think <sighs> we'll see more we'll see more of those like Fable and whatnot. But Bethesda, yeah. who I just integrated, I don't think we'll see that soon. We'll see that probably in five years. We'll probably have an announcement of some sort mm -hmm. of new IPs. But Bethesda, right now, they're focused on making their games. They have Elder Scrolls Six, and they have Starfield. Yeah. But we know they have an Indiana Jones yeah. game. Yes, yeah. that's so, right. We forgot so to I mention don't, that. Yes. And ID is probably... I think we'll probably see ID help out right now. I don't think we'll see any new Doom games from ID software. They're probably going to help right. out with assist with Halo Infinite. I think that's probably going to be something that we can bank on. They're probably going to help out with that. The yep. dream. Uh, they're probably going to help out with various titles that are probably in development that we don't know about. Uh, mm. But if, if I was to say like like that, like who knows, with a no limitation of time, I would say that we could probably see maybe Fallout being done by someone else because Fallout 26 may have left a scar. And yeah. I think with Fallout 4, we may have seen that. I mean, I played just a tiny little bit of it. That's why I'm here, because I'm not a fan of Bethesda. But I think that maybe at some point they could have made Bethesda feel that they've stagnated, because that's why they made Fallout 76, to a new experience. Maybe they stagnate with Fallout. They may mm -hmm. just outsource it to another studio, Microsoft, who maybe has more ideas, new stuff to bring to the table. So I'm most likely to see Fallout being outsourced by another Microsoft studio. And the other way, uh, to see a, a Microsoft IP being used by Bethesda, uh, I'd probably say, God, I'd probably say, I mean, Outer Worlds is too obvious. I can't say Outer Worlds because that's just, that's just, that's yeah. just cheating. That'd be cheating. <laughs> yep. I'm trying to think of all the IP Microsoft have because they have a lot of IP. Oh, gosh. That's they have fun, yeah. so much. They have maybe, so much. 
I mean, I'm trying to say Banjo Kazooie. No, I'm kidding. No, 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 no Banjo Kazooie. Sorry, no, look, let's be let's be perfectly honest here. Nobody's ever making a Banjo Kazooie game ever again. I'm, I'm you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk this as an Nintendo fan. I could totally see a new Banjo game being by either either being outsourced. I mean, let's yeah. be crazy. Imagine this. Banjo is a hugely popular IP. Dead right now. Dead, 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 yeah. dead. What if Microsoft was saying, say, screw it, we had Banjo Smash. Nintendo, make us a Banjo game. Yeah. Oh, yes, I, I could see that. I could 100% see that. Absolutely. That would be, and, and you know what? And I'm willing to bank that it would be, it'd be a game that's either assisted, but Nintendo would be involved with it. And it would be released on Xbox platforms and Nintendo platforms. Yeah. I mean, that's what... That's, I mean, that it's, it's, it's a long shot. Way, yeah, but that's what everyone thinks that, that that's the way it's going to go. That's the last great um, shipping. That's the last great combo is Nintendo and Microsoft working together. And there's no reason why they shouldn't. Because yeah, Microsoft... Sorry. So the I, fact of the matter is, is that obviously we've had this issue with the GoldenEye remaster come up uh-huh. recently, exactly. where apparently it was Nintendo who stopped it from being yep. released. So... Yep. I think the problem is, is that obviously they have a very good working relationship at the moment with the fact that Banjo came to Smash and mm-hmm. Steve came to Smash and, you know, we've had a couple of different things happening with them. But I think until the point where we get Game Pass on the Switch, we're not going to see any sort of real collaborative yeah. effort between mm-hmm. the two of them. Um, and also, it, there is a big problem there with the fact that, you know, they're both platform holders. They're both going to want it exclusive to their platforms, which Mike, is going to yeah. cause but so many issues. Microsoft is Microsoft is exclusive, but they just want serious. They can have their Game Pass. That's yes, yeah, that's why I said once series. Game Pass is on Switch, that will open up the doors, I think. But obviously, we have an issue with curation there, with the fact that we've had certain games like Doom and Doom Eternal that are on Game Pass that have come across to the Switch in a physical version. So do they then have to curate that service for um, games that haven't been released, like Outer Worlds? And I'm going to be honest there. Yeah. I thought Outer honest. Worlds was on Switch. That's it what I mean. Switch, yeah. Like They're going to have to curate the, ser- the Game Pass service on Switch to not include those games to oh. sorry, their bottom line. Yeah. Get ready to honk me, but it runs like shit just, just, on, just... on Switch quickly. <laughs> sorry, yeah. I have to be honest. Yes, yes. Uh, just one of the reasons I just can't ever see... Game Pass on Switch yeah. is that Nintendo thrives on, in a way, not having that many games. You know, yeah. you have to wait sometimes a few months between big releases, but in that sense, 20 million people out to go spend, you know, 60 pounds, whatever it is, on their latest yeah. game. And I feel like having, you know, Game Pass is about having easy access to cheap uh, content. Yeah. I, I'm just not sure if that fits with Nintendo's business. Uh, I don't think so I also think that uh, Microsoft are going to want something out of that situation as well oh they have to get something out of it is it unfathomable that we ever see something like Mario ever come to a Microsoft (laughs) platform which oh my god (laughs) do not happen I, over, I, Nintendo's dead, over Nintendo's dead body, most likely. I, yeah, I just don't see that. Yeah, does yeah, there's that same sense as well, right? Because one thing you would have noticed from what Phil Spencer was saying about exclusivity the other day was he never said um, to expect exclusive games to Xbox 
He said, expect exclusive games from Bethesda coming to systems in which Games Pass exists on. Yeah. So there's, yeah. there's, there's, this, there's this whole rhetoric now where Games Pass isn't necessarily synonymous with Xbox. No. I don't know what that means for Microsoft going forward, but in that same sense, the fact that Games Pass has kind of become its own entity outside of Xbox, I think that Xbox are aligned in that kind of two systems. They have their consoles, yeah. and then they have now their subscription service, yeah. which yeah. translates over to PC, and I think they're going to want to keep it that distinct way. Yeah. They'll keep it similar to Xbox, but distinct from its competitors in Nintendo and Sony. That, okay. yeah. that, I think, is their strongest thing. They are literally the Netflix of gaming, and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they've been... <laughs> They've done really well. Yeah, my my problem is definitely. Well with that one. I just. My one problem with Microsoft, and I, sorry. No, you go my, ahead. My one problem with Microsoft, and I think their main flaw when it comes to genres, it's family action, it's family in platformer games. I think that, yeah. aside from Super Lucky's Tale, they are severely lacking in a, a bit. And I'm trying to find games I can play with my sister or whatnot, and it's either indie games. Yeah. And I think that Microsoft desperately needs a platformer. I know it's not their main audience, but imagine the wonders of a great platformer, and they have. That IP, that banjo, I dabbed banjo. Yeah, they just need to use banjo for me. They need to. They need a fantastic platformer. They need a banger platformer to fully sell the Xbox and as a whole. That's they do have of, Ori though. Fine, they do fine. have Ori. Ori's a Metroidvania yeah, though. Yeah, but that's the thing is that yeah, Moon Studios are not owned by Microsoft, and the yeah. same. With, no. um, uh, it's also the same because I brought them up as well. Uh, is Studio MDHR who made Cuphead? They're not exclusive to Microsoft. That's not really a mm. platformer though. It is. It's a running gun, gun platform. It's running gun. It's, it's running more a contra. Yeah, yeah, but I remember uh, most of what I remember about the it game was originally when it was TV. a platformer. It makes you want to punch the TV. <laughs> no, it's a fun yeah. game. Leave it alone. <laughs> anyway, or is it? so or is it's fun it? after you stay away from it for a little while. <laughs> a platformer <laughs> is a traditional. It's your super looking. Okay, yeah, in a, yeah. Yes. Fine. Yes. In a traditional aspect, Ori, yeah. Ori is a Metroidvania. Cuphead is a shin gun. They, they're 2D, you can start school, but yeah. they, a platformer is you really just use abilities to, to go from point A to point B. Okay, yeah, I have to agree. So Half-Life? <laughs> yeah, Half-Life, all right. Oh, so that's what, so, uh, listener, this is the only joke that PC fans have. It's Half-Life 3. So yeah. now this is the only joke that they use. Uh, yeah. Half-Life 3, guys. Look at me, I'm so funny. Yep. Confirming it. <laughs> okay, fine, 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 fine. Hear me out on this one. Oh gosh, here we go. If you want a platformer, you get a 3D platformer from a studio that has known to do well, well done 3D platformers. You also collaborate them with someone who are well known for their foul mouths. Oh no! I think you know where I'm going with this one. Oh no! Oh no! We get a new oh. Conquer game. Oh no! Oh gosh, oh, no. Conquer. Yes, I do think we will see. A con- believe it or not, I actually do believe we will see a new Conquer game. I actually it, do believe that. The game is so fun. Oh my god, that was a fever <laughs> dream. That's a fever dream game. I love it. Yeah. So if you want a platformer, Banjo Kazooie or, or Conquer, you know. What's Imagine- that one that the? What's the one that the Banjo Kazooie people made? Afterwards, the rare people they made it, and it was like um, uh, crowdsourced. What was it? Is it not? Oh, is it ukulele? Ukulele. Oh, oh, yeah, ukulele. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, who yeah, owns that now? Is That's Platonic. That's Platonic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're made up of old ex-rare employees. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. You never uh, join Microsoft. 
oh my gosh, yeah, they would that would never happen. They specifically <laughs> left Rare because of the Microsoft. Exactly. So that's a good think, point, actually. Is, oh, and they made that a bad the, game. Sorry, that was the name of the studio. The Coalition. Get the Coalition on it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, they're so good too. Yeah, and have them assisted by Rare with some of the platforming elements, but well, the fact that we no, haven't no, had a new Conquer game since New and Reloaded is quite a joke, actually. I think we will see Conquer, but I think it will yeah. be either crowdsourced or indie. But I, 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 there's no reason why you wouldn't see that. <laughs> you like Battletoads, pretty much? Oh, I love Battletoads. Uh, I have oh, not that, played the new one. Uh, I've sorry, heard that the new is, one was awful. That's what I've heard, is that it's awful. I'm dying to play it. Don't. <laughs> it's on Game Pass, but just I wouldn't even recommend downloading it. <laughs> more to the story, guys. Get Game Pass. That's the yeah. more to, yes. podcast. I mean, yeah. Because that's the win out yeah. of this whole thing. Yeah, is that yeah. Game Pass okay. is actually Honestly, like, it's the best deal in gaming. Any yeah. chance I have to plug Games Pass, I will. Yeah. Without fail. We all I mean, do. Yeah. Yes. Microsoft, trust me. How, how can you not enjoy Games Pass? How can you not think yeah. it's a great idea? Okay. It, it makes sense. But, Final question then from a Microsoft aspect. Uh, this is a bit of a trolley question. Do you think with Games Pass now, what is the point of having gold subscription? Can I quickly answer quick? Yeah, carry on, carry on, Charles. Um, because Games of Gold recently um, has been shite. <laughs> mm. Yep. Yeah, it's been if we're being honest, I mean, yeah. especially when you look when you look across and you see that the PS Plus games are getting games like you know Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh gosh. Uh, I imagine yeah, games with gold subscribers aren't very happy right now. Uh, well, but you so get I think, that. I, I think it, yeah. You you get the nifty little little title beside your name. Do you? Yeah. It's your gamer tag. I, I, I think at this yeah. point it's just about Mine is something like it. legendary oh, yeah, gold, or something or, whatever, or gold yeah. or whatever. I mean, I mean that just shows how insignificant it is to me, you know. I just, I mean, I look at, I look at my one and I just look at it. It says Ultimate next to it. I'm the best. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm like, yeah. 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 Ultimates yeah. there. It's like, yeah, I'm an Ultimate member. Yeah, I'm best. But I don't want to that along with the hundreds of other millions of people have clearly done that. Yeah, exactly. We'll I don't know that I want to pay that like, much to have that. <laughs> well, you do if you have Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, yeah, I'm pulling mine up right now, so so I can look <laughs> at my Ultimate tag. <laughs> but honestly, I actually feel that uh, they're going to have to restructure. Um, I think that they are the Netflix of gaming. I've said that so many times, but I really do think that, and I think they need to embrace that um, yeah. because it's... They're really, really making they're making money off of it, but they're also making uh, games more accessible to people. Yeah, um, that wouldn't normally be accessible. And I'm the type I don't know how everyone yeah. else is, but I'm the type that if I play a game and I enjoy it, let's say like Subnautica, um, I loved Subnautica. I don't think I would have purchased that possibly outside of mm-hmm. Game Pass, but yeah. now that I've played it, I purchase it and the DLC. So they oh, make off of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hundred percent that with Forza Horizon Four. Yeah, yeah, Forza is a very good uh, 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 example. Anyone else? Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, I can agree with that. I think. I mean, I mean, right, I, I hardly remember a time before I had Games Pass. I remember when it yeah. came out, and I wasn't too convinced. 
Because you're thinking, right, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm paying, what, £60 pound a year for gold nuggets. And I'm saying, okay, that's fine. Why would I then switch to a monthly payment of, that will, you know, amount yeah. to more than that? Yeah, it's like but 15 now, quid a month, isn't it? Yeah, like, and now I'm at a point where I think most of the games I have installed my Xbox are on Games Pass. I think I I can't I yeah. cannot remember. I think the last ever game I purchased was I think it was Valhalla, and then before that, oh Valhalla's good. Yeah, before that it was Jedi Fallen Order. Those are <laughs> those are the two games I've bought recently. Oh no, nah, it's been Games Pass. I think yeah. that are cheap Je- games, but yeah, Jedi like, Fallen you- Order I own. Uh, I got it with my Xbox One X, and I still haven't played it. It's one of the oh. only games I own on the system. Pete, you have to play it. Honestly, right, compared to... Right, right, now, I could start rambling about how horrible the Star Wars movies are of recent uh, oh, memory, but... Oh, trust me, gosh, don't get me started. But, but I'm, I'm not going to start that. But Jedi Fallen Order, right? Jedi Fallen Order, one of the best Star Wars stories you ever play through. Fantastic. Okay, that gives me hope, then. Yeah. And it's on Games Pass now as well. It's on Games Pass now with oh, EA. Yeah, the fact it. that I own it, that I own it, you know, it came <laughs> yeah, on my Xbox. Yeah. I didn't want it, but you know, I had to get well, it. That my, and that. My yeah. last purchase was Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh yeah, I remember. Oh, that. Shall, shall, shall we move on away love- from that? Oh, one? you're so mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Red like, Dead Redemption yeah. Two, I love it. I adore it. But uh, this is about Bethesda. Yeah, and it is. They already own but all we, the Bethesda games. But we are so, going to wrap this up very well, soon. I want, yeah. I want to ask the panel one question because apparently I'm a control freak. Um, yes. <laughs> um, what do you guys think? And let's start with with Charles, and then uh, we'll go to uh, we'll just go around the yeah. table in my mind. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> What do you guys think about Bethesda not inclu- Bethesda and Microsoft not including some of Bethesda's library in the Games Pass? Do you think that's a marketing? Uh, this could just be like a first wave. Yeah, uh, I was going to say. I mean, um, I, I know only a few of them have got the new FPS boost where they right. do their their backwards compatibility magic and get it running at. Uh, yes. 60 FPS. So it, I think it could just be a sort of um, 20 of like the big ones uh, to sort of mark the announcement, and then we'll slowly see like some other ones drip fed uh, over time. Yeah, because I, I had to ask actually because I didn't see it on the graphic at all. Mm-hmm. But was the um, was Fallout um, Fallout oh, 4 the game game of the year edition or oh, did it include right. all the DLC? No, probably not. Does the, the Skyrim so. include all the DLC? Probably not. Yeah. No, it's so a Skyrim special edition. Oh, special edition, yes. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. fine. But it's no. not. It's not Fallout Four Game of the Year edition. And, no. But I think it's There's quite no Fallout telling. Fallout Three there either. That that to me that's really what I'm asking is, I think it's very telling that Fallout Three is not on there. Um. That's a very strange choice on yeah. both their parts uh, mm-hmm. because they, it did include New Vegas, but not Fallout Three. Yeah, also, if I could jump in on that, New Colossus, either. You're right. Yeah. But who said I, who said that? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. If I could just jump in on that, yeah. Absolutely. I think, I, yeah, I think I was talking about this with a friend yesterday actually about this. How Fallout Three is missing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's MIA, yeah. and yet you've got Fallout Four on there, which personally I wasn't too big in Fallout Four. Right. Right. Um, and you know, I know a lot of people that 
you know, absolutely love Fallout 3. Uh, yeah, I've never played it. Good. New Vegas deserves to be in every platform it can get on. Yeah. Um, God knows Todd Howard froths, uh, froths at the mouth at this thought of putting Skyrim out in something again. Um, right. Any yeah. chance he gets, he will put Skyrim out on it. Yes. I'm surprised like he GTA. hasn't put it on my Game & Watch yet. Right. It's, <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's very much like GTA 5. It's very similar. Like, in that every time there's a platform or a console... They release it on that, uh, yeah. In that yeah. platform. Yeah. Yeah, but I agree. With, I agree with Charles on the fact. I think this could just be a first wave. I think yeah. we'll see more. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, you don't really want to see Bethesda and Microsoft blow their load on the first first hurdle, <laughs> do they? <laughs> oh my gosh. We're putting it. Like, I don't, really don't want to think about Todd Howard blowing loads. Oh come on. <laughs> That's what gets me through the weekend. Um, oh my god. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. That See, this is what happens when I'm a guest. I'm terrible. Um, but I, I was actually surprised not to see Rage on there, and it's just Rage 2. Um, yeah, actually, it's a good point. Also, Rage like the superior. fact that they haven't included the pre-Morrowind uh, Elder Scrolls games. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I kind of understand <laughs> that. Cause they'd it's have a reason, but... Yeah. They're probably not fun to play. No. Yeah, but I don't think they've ever made it to a console before, so this would be the first chance. Yeah, Even they, if they just included it on PC Game Pass, that would be fine. Maybe. They're but, real bad. And some of them are free. Some of them also, are out there. No, um, so there's no Doom 2016 on this list. Yeah. That yeah, was, yeah. yeah. It's, called, it's called Doom. <laughs> it well, yeah, that's the original Doom, though. That's the original Doom, isn't it? There's no Doom 2016? That's no awesome. Doom 2016 no. on the list. Yeah, Doom Which is just yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Does that also does that also mean that we're going to get Ancient Gods Part One and Two come to Game Pass at some point Ooh, in the future? What is it? Uh, the DLCs for Doom Eternal. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it's first party, so I think they'll put all the DLC. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. Because look at Gears, look at Gears, Gears. Five, oh uh, yes, yeah. Halo will most likely, if it has DLC, will all be on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're going to move towards that because they're not even making that much money off the DLC unless Bethesda does. But Microsoft, from a first-party standpoint, uh, that fifteen bucks for the for the extra DLC, it's much better spent when you advertise it later on. A year later, it has oh, it's on sure. Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. That's another note. It's highest yet. Yeah, another notable missing one was even within two. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Yeah. Um, it wasn't as good as the Evil with it. Well, I mean, purely opinion based, but uh, but it was weird to see it not there. Mm. Um. But, yeah, I don't know. I I, I want to see what direction they're going to take. Because Fallout 3 missing and Doom 2016 missing are pretty big. Those are big names for this acquisition. I mean, I agree. Well, just Fallout yeah. 4 and Doom Internal. So I, maybe they're just they're like, we'll just release the, the games, you know, we'll release 4 and then we'll release 3 yeah. later. Maybe yeah. just rush to get out 4. Because I believe that four between three and four, there's, there's you know, it's different games, but I believe it they're is, in the yeah. same vein, and same for Doom and Doom Eternal. Yeah, uh, Doom Eternal is is Doom 2016, but then bigger, better, and and bloodier or whatever. It's you call it. so amazing. If you haven't played it, please go play it. It's amazing. Well, it's on Game Pass. I will play it. Exactly. It's oh, Pass. it's so good. You just need uh, that hard drive in there. Of course, oh, yeah. Which is mostly filled up by all Yakuza at the moment. From yeah. On my yeah. end. Please play on your automata. Great, great. <laughs> yeah, we've we've mm. been recommended that as well. 
That's an uh, interesting one that we haven't actually good. spoken about was obviously uh, Ninja Theory. We've not mentioned anyone that's collaborating with Ninja Theory on anything. Yeah. Uh, Ninja Theory are small, though, and I think they're focused yeah. on, on, on uh, Hellblade 2 right now. Yeah, yeah. of course. I don't th- they seem so oh, small that's, scale, yeah. and they're focused on the Hellblade 2, I think, which was announced yeah. a while back. We haven't heard much from them, but yeah. I think they're hard at work on that above sure. all else, which I think will be fantastic. I, oh, think I, think we'll, I think it'll be one of the first franchises that we see that Microsoft uh, affected positively. I think it'll yes. be really, really big, really huge. And I, I can't. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I think at the end of this year and the beginning of 2022, we're going to see a type of renaissance with uh, Xbox, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm yeah. glad for it. It's time for it. Absolutely. And they better do Hello Infinite right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think, so, so I think we're going to close it out here. So is it, yeah. if anyone's got any closing remarks. What's I've everyone's favorite Bethesda? Remarks. Okay, yes, you go ahead. Just a quick one. Imagine a uh, Sea of Thieves slash Bethesda oh. crossover and we get oh. like a sort of pirate RPG. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Okay. I could get into that. I could get into that so hard. I, 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 I think that yeah, would be a pretty cool that, collaboration. That would be amazing. Mm. That would. Watch me stream it every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's just a closing thought. Yeah, I like okay. that closing thought. All right. Anyone else for some closing closing opinions? Uh, uh, controversial actually, to say? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to say that I was, I used to hate Bethesda. Uh, and I used to hate Skyrim when I bet. So I actually played Skyrim on my Switch and it changed my mind. Oh, so, right. Fair enough. Oh, that's if anyone, interesting. If anyone is in my case, you know, you're like, Bethesda sucks or whatnot, and you just can't get into it, the Switch portability changed a lot for me in the way I played Skyrim and the way I enjoyed Skyrim. Oh, mm. I like that. And ever that. since I played Skyrim, I'm like, oh, I love Skyrim. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, and I started to get it. Like, it's funny because for a year, yes. I, I tried Skyrim, I just couldn't get into it. And it came out on Switch, and it's a great port. It runs well. Yeah. It's fantastic. And it changed, changed me because I'm like, oh, this is so good. This is so good. This, good. this, this is <laughs> no so I started to get the Skyrim, and I got what people why were people were obsessed with it because I came yeah. obsessed with it myself. Yeah, I, I, my... had a, I had a similar situation, actually, with the Fallout games. I, I played Fallout 3 when it first came out. didn't gel with me. Played Fallout 4. didn't gel with me. Played 76. <laughs> least said about that, the better. But I went back and played Fallout 3 on PS3 a few years ago. About a year ago, actually. And that's when it really stuck to me, like, how good the game really was. Like, it was you really inventive. Shut up. Um, <laughs> so, but... Look, baby steps, baby steps, all right? I've got to get That's through the Fallout 3 first. Yeah. So uh, I, it finally stuck with me why Bethesda games were actually as well-lauded as they are. You know, once they're fully they're so updated, they're, they're, they're good games. Because the right, I think what was yes. so fantastic, and this is why I experienced Skyrim, it's just the writing and how connected everything is, you know? Yeah. The, the, the amount of detail to everything, to every... Every character has a, a routine they follow. There can be a certain place for every town on a map that huge, and the lore and the writing—it's—it's it's insane. It's just—it's ridiculous. The lore is. Yeah, I'd agree. It's yeah. insane. Uh, so I—I I agree with you on that. It's the other sure. games are deep, uh, but Ooh, they yes. just ask you to get invested. It made the gameplay isn't great at first, but mm. try try it. You know, like me or or him. You, you know, we same same type of situation. That's why just don't give up. You know, if you really want to get into it. Bethesda will stick eventually. It'll stick. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Now, now with Skyrim on uh, on Game Pass, I'm gonna finally give it a try. Yes, Please do. Should. And Skyrim, don't listen to anyone says you do you. 
That's what I, it's like. Yeah, that's what I've heard about uh, the Elder Scrolls games. You, you do you. play it how you like it. Yes. If you want to be like me and steal everything and get rich quick, that's what I did. I stole everything Fantastic. I could and I got money quick and I was happy oh to be rich. God. If it's not nailed down, it's worthy. <laughs> so. Uh, yes. Anyone um, else for some final closing points? Yeah. Oh, yeah you uh, sound like you want to say something. Well, no, let everyone go first. Okay. And then I'll yeah. go. Um, I was just going to say, uh, can I go back to the conference they had not the conference the round table they had the other day yep. you know I think there's some really good things and I think, I think it's very positive for Xbox going forward because as much as they've got a lot of these exclusives in the pipeline a lot of them won't be coming out for a while whereas with Bethesda yeah. and you know I, I'm, I'm, I think right, Starfield could be out this year oh, I think, I've said that to Kylie the other yeah, day I yeah. really do believe it because yeah. as well they, they, they alluded to the fact that we are going to see some Xbox Bethesda um, game showcase in summer. Yeah. From the way yeah. they were talking about it, it sounds like it's going to be some kind of E3-ish event. And if, any, if it's going to be announced, then it'll be there. And we know Bethesda's going to get a track record of announcing a game a few months before its release. So, here's room to that. And, you know, I think the other big takeaway from that is Xbox's commitment to being the, the kind of community console, if you get me. So, like, the way they're talking about studio collaboration, how they said, you know, we've, we've been fans now, we're family. You know, it, you know, it's really good to say that. And on top of that, Games Pass is the victor once again. Mm-hmm. I th- yeah, I th- I one thing that Todd Howard said that stood to me was seeing how great it was for him as a creator to see the likes of Morrowind and Oblivion get new life through Games Pass and how Games mm-hmm. Pass is helping that because I think video game preservation is a really important thing for a lot of people mm-hmm. and Games is. Pass is yep. doing that yeah especially yeah, with that... the upgrades that they're doing to exactly them. Yeah, the yeah. FPS boosts, boosts yeah. as well it's it, it's phenomenal what I Games so Pass agree. can do yeah it's like giving new life to these games that you haven't played Sonic in like 15 odd years oh Look god Sonic Unleashed was terrible until I finally got on Series X and it runs amazingly. It's reached its full potential. Assassin's Creed Unity as well. And that's what's incredible about the Xbox platform in ways yeah. to me. Yeah. It's how these so, old games, that really didn't maybe stick at first. Uh, they had their own problems. But now the future, thanks to Xbox preserving and, and forward com- backwards compatibility, they're now amazing. And I was mm-hmm. blown away when I played Sonic Generations on my Series S and 4K <laughs> 60 FPS. And it was amazing. I love that game. That's Generations excellent. is fantastic. Generations is good. Away. It's good fun. 60 FPS. It was an amazing resolution. Oh, that yeah, because that, that was like, the, the way. That was the one thing that disappointed me with the uh, the 360 version of that game is it just didn't perform as well as I hoped it would. It's a great game though. Yeah, it's fun. It's really fun. It is. Mm-hmm. It's good fun. Good fun. Yeah. So um, I guess I guess to summarize my thoughts, I'd say if you've not got a console, a ne- a next gen console already because of scalpers and whatnot. Um, I would keep your eyes on Xbox and Microsoft. I really yeah, would. I, I would keep I would your agree. eyes on them. And if you don't have Games Pass, what are you doing? Get Games Pass. It's <laughs> yeah. as simple as that. I, that's the as thing. As Reggie would say, what's exactly your problem? What yeah. Uh, I think the Series S is definitely that that entry point for Games Pass. Like, you, you're not spending too much on the console itself. You've got your subscription and you've got yeah, okay, the hard drive isn't massive, but it means you can swap your games out quite constantly. So if you want a good entry level at $300 or 250 quid, perfect. 
Like, if you want the higher end, exactly. you know, more hard drive, great. Yeah. Spend an extra couple of hundred quid on it. That's fine. If you're they main, give you that option, yeah. but Games Pass really is the key option for everyone. If you're not, if you're not Games Pass, what are you doing? Yep. If yeah. your main console is a Switch or a PS5, then you can get the Series S. That's why I got it, because I wanted a Game Pass console. Yes, 100%. And exactly, I mainly yeah. play my Switch, and I'm like, oh, I want a home console for whatever game I want to play. And Game Pass and Series S was totally it, because it's digital, and I don't care because Game Pass is digital. If I want a Microsoft first party, guess what? I can get it for, I can give you a Game Pass yeah. and on digital. And I can get myself a PS5 later for uh, Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> Right? Yes. <laughs> I can't wait yeah. for Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> That's the good. Craig Games. Yes. yes. Okay. So, um, Charles, did I think I think you might have. Have you already said your closing points, or did you? Yeah, I think I've said my closing thoughts. Yeah. Okay. All right, Kylie, carry on. You you run away for a few minutes because we know. You <laughs> really, my closing thoughts are: Remember when my microphone broke? Um, I was using the blue snowball Yeti thing. Yep. I'm turning that into Eddie, which is a character in New Vegas. So that's my closing thoughts. <laughs> as abstract and as weird as always. Thank you. Yes, I. We'll continue. I know that Bethesda has lots of bugs. They're features and bugs. Um, but who else can enjoy a game of Skyrim where your horse is stuck in the ground and you can't go forward? And your dragon's flying backwards. <laughs> you, don't have a, you don't have a dragon. Did you know? Did you know that the main dragon voice is also Mario's voice? Yeah, Charles, Charles Martinet. Yeah. Yep. Yes. That's crazy to me. Um, now all I hear is woohoo! Um, it's a me, Mario. Yeah, I'm uh, not that. I'm not going like that when I see a dragon. I'm like, oh, oh shoot! It's gonna kill me. It's gonna kill me. I can't kill this dragon now. It's voiced by the greatest. Because they've had the worst times ever in Skyrim. That's one thing I learned the hard way. It's like, oh, really, dragon right now? Are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> Um, I will say I do enjoy uh, Bethesda games because you can re the replayability is you can change up your allegiances, you can change up your play style. Although that being said, I play New Vegas the same exact way every time, and I've played it seven times. Seven times. In fact, you knew that formula so well that you managed to pretty much go through Outer Worlds the exact same way. I used the same formula in Outer Worlds and then beat Outer Worlds in a way that none of my other friends were like, they were like, how did you do that? I was like, I know the formula. Hey. Uh, I did it without, like, killing any of the main characters. Nobody was mad at me. Everybody was happy. Hey. Um, (laughs) Sounds like your life. It does, right? Um, But I'm excited to see this happen. And yes, of course, in my heart of hearts, I want to see New Vegas, too. But I think more logically, we're going to see some sort of Outer Worlds formulation before then. Um, I know they've got DLC out, but um, I think we'll see like a Outer Worlds 2 or something, almost as a kind of trial run um, type thing. But I'm excited. I'm, I, I can't wait to see what's going to come out of this. Um, yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Okay. So... And uh, the final closing points are done. Now to time to wrap this whole thing up. So I'm going to say thank you to uh, Kieran, to J Mac, and to Charles for joining us. Kylie, you're here every week, and so me. no thanks to you. Um, <laughs> no, thank, thanks to you to stepping aside and letting me take over for this that week. Was- 
really hard for me. I know that. So um, we'll start with Kieran. Where can everyone find you on the interwebs? On the interwebs? Well, primarily I dwell uh, on Twitter, uh, at TheMegin. And you can find on there links to my stuff at Rapid Reviews UK. And also my own personal blog, posplayreview.com. Excellent. Okay, um, J-Mac, where can I find you? You can find me on Twitter, jmac 5 for all kinds of weird stuff and whatnot. Or you can also play my latest uh, game I helped develop, Monochrome Valentine, on itch.io for free. Ooh. Excellent. It's a very great version novel. And also you can find me on twitch.tv dash jmac 5 when I can stream and I can speedrun some fun Pokemon games. Yeah. Amazing. That's nice. So uh, don't worry, I'll add all these links into the, and into shout the description. Out, shout out to my Nintendo <laughs> 64 as well. Oh, yes, yes, to yes. Look for. Yeah, he's got, he's our competition, but yeah, shout out to Mike. Yeah, we have, we have so <laughs> well, many crossovers, he, it's yeah. like, yeah, right. <laughs> look, to be fair, he's on the Together We Play Discord, and I've played a few <laughs> sessions with him. He's a great guy, he's a good bloke, so... Yeah, he's we not, can. And he's not killed in Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Charles, where can they find you on the interwebs? Yeah, I don't do a lot of social media, but I am on Twitter at uh, Oakley Reviews, where you, if you want to listen to my ramblings or anything like that, give me a follow. Okay, and to to the two guys who are Rapid Reviews writers, what have you got coming up? I thought I'd spoil that, Pete. Ah, oh, man. Spoiling. <laughs> <Toast and scoop. laughs> got their journalism head on go get some scoops you know yeah. got to try. I've, got, I've, got, I've got a few other things in the works for potential other projects so keep an eye out for that if you follow me on twitter as well Excellent. um yeah yeah brilliant okay charles any any inclination of what you want to reveal yeah, i i uh <laughs> well I, I'll, I'll not worry about spoilers i'm reviewing a two-point hospital on the yes oh is that the jumbo edition uh, the jumbo edition yeah and uh well, like I say, it, it really feels right at home on the Switch. You know, some of those games where oh, they just feel good. like mm. they're perfect for the system. It, yeah, it's one of those, but you'll be able to find out my full thoughts uh, when I publish yeah, my so review on Rapid Reviews. Excellent. So, yeah, keep an eye out for that. And you could do that at www.rapidreviewsuk.com because remember, Rapid Reviews Radio is an affiliate podcast for the Rapid Reviews site which you can follow Rapid Reviews on Twitter at Rapid Reviews UK, as well as on Facebook at Rapid Reviews UK. Not sure why anyone does, because it's a boom platform. But anyway, uh, you can follow the podcast specifically on Twitter at RRRadioPod, as well as on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Rapid Reviews, which we'll be doing a few more things with that soon. Keep an eye out. I know I say that every Ooh. week. So live. Yeah, we're hoping to take this podcast live. So we'll we'll get back to you on that one once we have the plans in place. So, uh, Kylie, if they want to follow you on on Twitter, where do they do so? Follow me into the breach, boys. Uh, <laughs> Add Kylie to greet K L E Y T H G R E E T, where I do a combination of drunken ramblings, bad poetry, and tweets about being autistic, which I found out I was last year. So <laughs> it's a fun Lots variety. of fun. Yeah. Yes. Lots it's of fun, fun finding that family. out. Oh, it's, it's oh, eye opening, trust yeah. me. 
Yeah, poor Pete. He hears most of it uh, in our in our pre pro meetings. I'm like, uh, did you know this? This is what happens when you're autistic. <laughs> and in most occasions, I don't. But I have learned a hell of a lot in less than two years because of it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> have fun. Bring my knowledge. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna take over the world soon. No worries. Oh hell yeah! Absolutely yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, I forgot to mention as well because uh, even though I've got it in front of me, I'm Ron Burgundy <laughs> too. Um. We've got a we've got an email address if you want to submit oh, yeah. some show ideas, some feedback, or whatever else. You can do that at podcast at rapidreviewsuk.com. And Pete, uh, what finally, about you? Yeah, yeah, if you want to follow me for my random Twitter rambles, often are not memeing the hell out of people and being And bored. also and also making people mad and angry. Yes, I do, do that best. a lot for some reason. Yeah. Uh, you can do that at Pbeckett One on Twitter, which is B-E-C-K-E-T-T, the number one. I am the greatest, that's why. Um, <laughs> number one. I'm not number one. Unfortunately, someone else stole the original handle. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, every, know. Time, every time you say number one uh, as an American, it makes me think of... Uh, no, you dare. What? Don't you dare. What? You don't know. It sound like piss. No. <laughs> no, but I, I do have to do that. Um, <laughs> So we'll wrap this up now then, shall it we? It makes we... me think of Mitchell and what Webb when they're like a number wang. So oh, God, okay. Because your wish... accent sounds like theirs. I know. I wish I would have stopped the recording at that point. <laughs> and you didn't. No, <laughs> now I didn't. I have to pee. I know. <laughs> so thank you very much for everyone for listening. Thank you to our amazing guests for coming on once My again. Pleasure. So we'll, we'll pleasure. definitely have you on you. in the future for it's some more interesting discussions and next time we'll be a judge. <laughs> so you wars. you won't have this madcap idiot who doesn't know how to host no, the show. You so, did a great job. Great job. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, taking, I'm being hyperbolic. I know okay. I'm not you that did. bad. Oh, you're like, I know, I did a good job. You just want to no, give, I did an average ask. job, let's be honest. It was, you wanted it was us so to shower you with praise. We yes, exactly. Yeah, it was exactly. the bait that I needed. I needed some, my you're, ego stoking. Of, you're a master at baiting. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Moving on. Let's, that's, that's it for this week before Kylie gets any more drunk and rambles on here. So thanks again, everyone. We'll see Bye. you next week. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 didn't get recorded.